93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, March 19th, and I'll be in for Kathy. Good morning. We'll start with this story. A prosecutor in Bucks County has been demoted after he allegedly worked as a delivery driver (laughs) while on the job. I saw this. On Thursday, District Attorney Matt Weintraub announced that Jennifer M. Shorn will replace Greg Shore as first assistant district attorney for Bucks County. According to the DA's office, Shore delivered food for DoorDash and at times during normal business hours. (laughs) Using his accrued vacation time, Shore has repaid the county the money uh, that he earned while working that extra job while on duty. According to uh, Shore, he told Action News, due to personal circumstances, I worked a second job delivering food during the COVID pandemic. Shore says he averaged about three hours a week delivering for DoorDash since last March. He said, I primarily worked a job at night and on weekends. However, I made the incredibly poor decision to deliver during the workday at times. In doing so, I realized that it betrayed my boss, colleagues, and most importantly, the citizens of Bucks County. Shore made more than $120,000 a year, according to the Bucks County Courier Times. Weintraub says Shore will remain in the office as deputy district attorney and have the opportunity to earn back the trust and confidence of myself, this office, and the Bucks County community. Shore has served with the district attorney's office from 96 to 2000 and then returned again in 2015. Shore started uh, the insurance fraud unit and prosecuted uh, Cosmo uh, DiNardo and Sean Kratz for the 2017 murders of four young men. This is kind of interesting, Preston, because I was talking about this with my pizza delivery guy last night, Mayor Kenny, and um, <laughs> we said, is this an appropriate thing to be doing? And, and he seemed to think it was, if you had enough time. I don't, I mean, I really don't understand the big deal here. Um, uh, can If somebody can shed a little light well, on this. I, he was I, doing it during working hours he where clock. he would be on the clock with the county. Now, might not be a big deal if he worked for, like, the sanitation department or something like this. Right. The district attorney's office. I understand that. So if In you, charge of fraud. Yeah. Let's say you uh, have a case that is being handled uh, right. or, you know, that he's... You know, it's just... It's a gray area. Well, yeah. no, It'd be like your surgeon. Listen, Casey, I understand. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. extra bucks and stuff like this. Yeah. But when you ha- hold that title... I got it. I got it. No, I know. Okay. I know. I know. But I, I'm just saying, anybody who is like... Uh, just be careful what you're doing during your your work hours as well. You know what I mean? Like, well, does, this, this can might... you pick up your kids from school? Can you know, like, it, um, you know, any sort of? Well, you see the difference between running an errand to pick up your kids from school and yeah. running a business. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, and I listen. I, I, I'm not against being uh, taking the initiative, yeah. but don't take it while you're being paid by the taxpayer, yeah. right? And yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, yeah, Casey. Yeah, yeah. But then you have to look at yeah. what his specific job is, and it is a taxpayer yeah. job yeah. Uh, paid. So yeah, there's some <laughs> scrutiny, and it's tough to have any sort of sympathy for somebody who makes 120 thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I get that as well, but all, uh, clearly that wasn't enough for. Oh, uh, whatever. Okay. okay. <laughs> so anyhow, Weintraub continues to say, and I kind of agree with this, is a person should be judged by more than just his mistakes. It's true. He has no excuses for his conduct. I also note that as an attorney who is always on call, even during non-working hours as the job dictates, <laughs> that there was never a lapse in Greg's availability to us when called upon. So 
They'll keep an eye on him, and you know he's, he paid it gonna, back. Yep, if he's yep. if he's honest, he made a mistake. He corrects it. We can move on, and then I'll be happy to accept my food from him. Someday. There you yeah, go. Just yeah. of all jobs, not one yeah. they have to go right. visit right. other people. Right. <laughs> uh, the FBI released on Thursday several new video clips of violence towards police during the Capitol riot. As investigators continue to hunt for suspects, the video showing graphic moments of rioters beating police with metal poles, stolen shields, and chemical sprays. Highlight some of the more shocking moments from the riot, such as when the crowd worked to overcome a police line to push through a lower archway into the Capitol building. Even with so many arrests and footage documenting the siege already, the FBI released and requested public for help in identifying the people in the video. Shows how they continue to pursue cases of of severe violence from the pro-Trump crowd. Uh, The FBI's release on Thursday now matches clips of rioters. With faces that are hard to see, uh, whose whose faces are hard to see clearly as they punch, spray, or batter police with clearer images of faces in the crowd. Justice Department has charged more than 65 people for assaulting law enforcement, but is still seeking information to identify others involved in assaults during the insurrection. So if you take a look at the pictures and you recognize someone, you should contact the FBI. President Joe Biden on Thursday announced that on that today his administration will deliver on his promise to get 100 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine into the arms of Americans in his first 100 days in office. Uh, 58 days into our administration, we will have met my goal of administering 100 million shots to our fellow Americans. That's weeks ahead of schedule, Biden said, speaking Thursday afternoon at the White House. Biden administration hitting the goal of 100 million doses will come 42 days before Biden's self-imposed deadline, which he announced in December before taking office and before any vaccines were approved for use in the U.S. The president said that he will announce a new goal for the remainder of his first 100 days in office next week and urged Americans to stay engaged in mitigating efforts to uh, against the virus, even as the country ramps up vaccinations. He had warned uh, this is a time for optimism, but it's not a time for relaxation. I need all Americans. I need all of you to do your part. Wash your hands. Stay socially distanced. Keep masking up as recommended by the CDC and get vaccinated when it's your turn. Now is not the time to let down our guard. Now, while the country's national daily case average continues to fall, nearly a third of states have seen their average number of cases rise at least 10% over the last month. And one final piece of good news. The worst days of the pandemic look like they might finally be over for the movie theater industry, with AMC Theaters, nation's largest chain, announcing that 98% of its U.S. movie theaters started opening as of yesterday, as more than 40 locations in California are reopening. AMC is expected to have even more of its remaining theaters open by next weekend, up to 99%. Movie theaters have slowly been reopening over the past few months, as allowed under state and local guidelines, required limited capacity and safety protocols like mandatory mask wearing. As AMC Entertainment President and CEO Adam Aaron looked ahead last week from uh, what he called the most challenging situation in the company's 100-year history, he called COVID vaccinations the real salvation. And his sports this morning. The Flyers beat the Islanders yeah. last night on Long Island, and they won 4-2-3. They did it! 
Oscar Lindblom scored his second goal of the game in just over two minutes left in the third period to push Flyers past the Islanders in the first of three consecutive games between the teams. Flyers had opened a 3 nothing lead on three second-period goals, but the Islanders answered with three of their own in the third period over a span of less than seven minutes. Carter Hart made 22 saves to earn the win. The two teams are back at it again tomorrow night, and the puck will drop at 7. Sixers are off until tomorrow night when they host the Sacramento Kings. The Sixers are now tied with the Brooklyn Nets for the best record in the Eastern Conference at 28-13, while the Kings are 16-24 and in the West. Tip-off is at 8. And finally, in college basketball, the NCAA tournament continues today with two local teams facing tough opponents in South Region. Zach Spiker and the 16th seeded Drexel Dragons are going to take on the number one seed, University of Illinois, and tip-off for that game is scheduled for 1-15. Later tonight, Jay Wright and the 5th seeded Villanova Wildcats will take on the 12th seeded Winthrop Eagles, and tip-off for that game will be at 9.57 p.m. And that is what I have for you this Great morning. Job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a sub. I do what I can when you know, I need to be. You put on. your own stamp on it, though. You do four stories. I do. You know what? Yeah, yeah I like to do that. I, I add. I a like kicker. to add what I call a kicker at the end uh, to kind of lighten it up a little. Yeah, bit, if uh, I that's can. the old that's the old methodology. Yep. yep. Uh, actually, Kathy has been the loose cannon all this time. <laughs> I know she does three stories, yeah. does her own thing. I told her, I'm like, dude, dude, you go for it. You can do a four story. Well, day. she is currently working on Kathy Investigates, which is her second oh, series. Okay, I gotcha. So. She's now in Dan. She's right now. In fact, she's off today because she's at the border. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. the border of Pennsylvania, New yeah, Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where yeah. the outlets are. Yep. All right. Uh, so we welcome you to Friday. We have some uh, good things in store for this particular day. We were talking about the Flyers, so why not mention that we have James Van Riemsdyk joining us on the program today. JVR. Good God, I'm glad they won last night. Oh my God, that no. nine to yeah. zero loss would have been tough to talk to to James. Off of just that, so is it possible they did that just to throw the Islanders off? Maybe, yeah, just to get them off their yeah, game, yeah, yeah, make them feel a little confident, and then come in for the kill. Yeah, maybe that's what they did. We'll ask him about that. Uh, he's got a charity event. We're going to be talking about the benefits uh, chop, so it's always a good thing. Uh, we also have our friends God Scholl's, uh turkey bacon <laughs> stopping by this morning, uh, and that means lots of free turkey bacon for you. And you know what else? We have lots of free beer to give away today too. Yeah, man. Uh, see. Of the week, so we got to make sure we get rid of our allotment. You know what? I, let's what? make somebody happy at six twenty-two a.m. right now. A case of Victory Brewing's uh, new six percent hazy IPA, Brotherly Love. We'll take caller number sixteen at two one five two six three WMMR. We'll give you a beer with purpose. It's now available in twelve packs at Parkway Corner on Twenty Second Spring Garden in Philly. To learn more about this beer and its mission. Visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love cheers. So give us a call right now. And uh, as they say in the radio biz, Steve, the winning is just beginning. The winning is just beginning. So we'll take a break. Come back in a second. Stupid question. Give some other stuff away. We will return shortly. It is a Friday. I'm not going to stop saying that all morning long. No! Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to give away a digital download of Wonder Woman 1984 for the stupid question. And here it is. The character Woody from Toy Story has a last name. What is it? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. The character Woody from Toy Story has a last name and I need to know what it is. Going to go through the birthdays while we're waiting for those calls to get in. Friday, March 19th, Steve, we'll start one uh, out of the Bond world. Ursula Andress. Yes. She was Honey Rider. Honey Rider, the first Dr. No. Yeah. And she was, uh, well, the first Bond movie was Sean Connery, Dr. No. Uh, and she also played Aphrodite in the Clash of the Titans. She's great. Yeah. yeah. She was also married to John Derrick, who was then married to Linda Evans, who was then married to um, uh, Bo Derrick. Bo Derrick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she turns 85 years old today. She's great. Andres. Uh, you also have Glenn Close. Ah. Another great one. Uh, Fatal Attraction. Nominated uh, for an Oscar. Uh, oh, yeah. This year. She's uh, for uh, Hillbilly uh, Elegy. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> she a plays great, a granny. <laughs> a great Cruella DeVille. Yes. Uh, and now Emma Stone is going to take on that character, which should be pretty interesting. Isn't she also nominated for a Razzie for this? She is for the exact same role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so yeah that movie got beat up and praised. There's another one of those. You know, it's so, a Ron Howard yeah. film. It's got to be. Well, you liked it, Marissa, right? Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I could see how you would make fun of it, but yeah. it just was one of those like slice of life. Day right. in the life kind of things. And by the way, Glenn Close also in the uh, in the MCU. Remember, she was in Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. She's great. Nova Prime. Yes, right? she is. Yeah. Yeah. So she's seventy four today. Glenn Close. Uh, Bruce Willis. Ah, oh. it's Bruce's birthday today. Someone uh, <laughs> this song. I do. I, who is this? Al Jarreau. Yeah. I think you're right. So yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I love this. And then again, so Bruce Willis will always be. Uh, the king of rock and roll to me. <laughs> Bruce Willis will always have a special part in my life, Preston, because when I was kind of in a, in a downstage and I was touring around, I was doing these schools, and I was in Rochester, New York. I, I've said this story many times before. Went over to the multiplex. Die Hard had just opened. Yeah. Went in and said, that's the guy from Moonlighting. Right. And then, holy hell, I've you know been a fan of those ever since. Um, do you remember Steve the the little side thing that he did? It kind of it didn't quite hit, but it was kind of fun. It was uh, Bruno, yes, um, where he, he it was like a mockumentary, yeah, oh, not not a documentary, sort of. And he was supposedly this rock star who, and he was a singer. It and, was an album, and he had a yeah, hit. He yeah, had a hit. It was he had a decent voice. There were okay. uh, he was covering like. Um, under the boardwalk, right? And, stuff like that. Yeah, standards yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like and that. He played and played the harmonica. And what? then, yeah, they tried to. Yeah, they what? tried. You to, don't remember this? It was late in eighties, eighty-seven. I just yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. and he did uh, respect yourself. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that was the one he had a hit with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The return of Bruno, and they did like like John Bon Jovi was in it, and all these other. Uh, Bruno's what people used to call him at the time. So, oh, really? Yeah. So he. Uh, 
And so he was a bar back or a bartender. And, and, and then, even in the video for Respect Yourself, I think he's at a bar doing his stuff. Yeah, and they, they pretend like, uh, you know, he, he used to, he, you know, he yeah. performed with like The Temptations. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, Pointer they, Sisters, Booker T was on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind going back and watching that and seeing how bad that really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bruce Willis turns 66 today. Uh, speaking, did you say the Pointer Sisters? Yeah. I did. It's Ruth Pointer's what? birthday. Oh! Of love the pointer. pointer sisters. And we Do you really? I love the Pointer Sisters. Wow. Love them. We don't have any Pointer what Sisters. The hell? I know. I'm I thought the so big thing here was right that now. we were supposed to have access to all the libraries of all our sister stations. How it, do we not was, have That, that a died a while yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, Pointer Sisters, Newton Dance, I remember Automatic, that. Automatic, Jump for Your Love. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're just, they were great singers, and they've evolved yeah. over the years, too. I think um, the uh, original sisters, one or, one or two of them have passed away, but they're, either their daughters or their nieces have taken their place. So they continue to tour um, and um, continue to, you know, perform. Oh, He's So Shy, I remember. Uh, he's so great. shy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he's so shy. Uh, so now excited! Laser pointer system. Oh, I'm so excited! God, there's such good songs. Uh, oh, Neutron Dance is a great song. They're awesome. Uh, slow Wait. hand. Okay, we have, exci- yeah. we, have exci- oh, we have that. You know what? I not that long ago I put on a uh, on a, a playlist of mine one of their songs. They did a cover of Springsteen's Fire. Oh, did they really? Okay. They I'm did. So yeah, yeah. Um, We'll call you. Uh, Ruth Pointer is 75 today. Oh, uh, it's Harvey Weinstein's birthday. (laughs) You know what? I thought about it. Yeah. And I returned the present I was going to give him. All right, good for you. I'm sorry. I can't. He's 69 today. And then, save the best for last, a good friend's birthday is today, Cecily Tynan from 6ABC celebrates her birthday today. Let's call her. I'm sure she's up there. Uh, no, maybe later. Let's, yeah. let's give her a call. But uh, I, I don't know how old she is, and I would never ask a lady her age. Well, she's age-defying at this point. Oh, she's yeah. in extraordinary shape and... Yeah, recently, and uh, did a big hair change, and... Uh, mohawk. Uh, no, not a mohawk. She went with, like, kind of this, uh, these waves in her hair, and uh, looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Cecily Tynan, happy birthday to you, Cecily. Maybe we'll, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll wake her up later, obviously. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question. The character Woody from Toy Story has a last name. We need to know what it is, and I am going to go to Chrissy, see if we can find the answer. Hi, Chrissy. Hey, good Chris, morning. Good morning to you. I like that. So, what is uh, Woody's last, last name, please? Pride. Woody Pride. Yay! You got it. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Hang on a second, Chrissy. And I guess maybe they show that in one of the movies, you know, where they show his old TV show. Sure, yeah. Uh, so, Chrissy, we're going to give you a digital, down, di- digital download <laughs> of Wonder Woman 1984. The new era of wonder begins as Wonder Woman faces her greatest foes yet. You can look for it on 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD. Or digital. Digital as well. Here's a fun fact that I didn't know. Uh, Tom Hanks obviously does the voice in the movies. Uh, do you know who does the voice in the video games and the merchandising? No. His brother, Jim Hanks. Huh. I had no idea that uh, Tom Hanks even had a brother and certainly no. had no idea that his brother did voiceovers. No, I was not aware. All right, so we're going we're gonna to dive into the deep end here, gang, uh, because Army Hammer has been accused of violently 
raping a woman oh, who he, who oh. says he has reported that who's I'm sorry who says that she has reported the crime to police according to page six. The woman who gave her first name is Effie said that they were romantically linked and that he abused her mentally, emotionally, and sexually during their four-year relationship. Uh, the woman claimed he became increasingly more violent. I thought he was going to kill me, is what she said flat out. So she's gone to the police. Yes, this is the first straight-up accusation of rape. Uh, from yeah. what I've seen, yes. Yeah. Effie, who spoke alongside attorney Gloria Allred, on Thursday said the, the social network star's alleged abuse escalated to rape on April 24, 2017, when she was 20 years old. Uh, Hammer's attorney denied all of Effie's uh, claims in a statement to Page Six, saying Effie's own correspondence with Mr. Hammer undermines and refutes her outrageous allegations. As recently as July 18th of last year, um, Effie sent graphic texts to Mr. Hammer telling him what she wanted him to do to her. Mr. Hammer responded, making it clear that he did not want to maintain that type of relationship with her. So this is, you know, this is the deal. This is why you have see what's courts. out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you cannot. So, uh, you know, and, and I, I wouldn't even presume to jump to any conclusions at this point. There's information coming from all sides. The statement continued saying it was never Mr. Hammer's intention to embarrass or expose Effie's fetishes or kinky sexual desires. But she has now escalated this matter to another level by hiring a civil lawyer to host a public press conference. With the truth on his side, Mr. Hammer welcomes the opportunity to set the record straight. From day one, Mr. Hammer has maintained that all of his interactions with Effie and every other sexual partner of his, for that matter, have been completely consensual, discussed and agreed upon in advance and mutually participatory. Uh, Effie's attention-seeking and ill-advised legal bid will only make it more difficult for real victims of sexual violence to get the justice they deserve. I'm curious to, as to Gloria Allred's success rate and whether it actually undermines your case because at this point she kind of has the um, the outward appearance, at least, of a like a, a of an ambulance chaser, so to speak. You know, she's always the one they go to. Right. But I wonder if she has how much success she has, or just the fact that she's so well known. You know, do, do people end up settling? I wonder, you know, yeah, how someone name... gets us. Yes, to, is that a lot? Like Johnny Cochran used to be that way. Oh, no, no, forget it. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't even go at it, you know? But that's usually out of fear of a successful lawyer. You would right? assume, so, yeah. Uh, or yeah, their attention to grab the headlines. But, Steve, I, I don't know yeah. what. I have no idea what her court record is. Uh, in response to Hammer's attorney statement on Thursday, Allred said, I challenge Army Hammer to present all, not some, of his communications with Effie to the Los Angeles Police Department and answer all of their questions directly rather than through his lawyers. Uh, of course, several of Hammer's exes have accused him of abuse as well. Mm. Johnny Depp's legal team is asking the U.K. Court of Appeal for a retrial in his libel case against The Sun. Uh, central to their argument is the claim that Amber Heard did not donate all of her $7 million divorce settlement charity. She said she would. So does he, <clears throat> I assume it was part of the oh. agreement of the settlement, that he would, they would do that, but she would have to prove that she donated the bulk of it to charity, right? I guess so. If, you, if you're going to say you're it, going to do that in legal documents, I would imagine you have right. to prove that you I, did indeed do that. I would that. just wonder if normally would, this, would the person have legal standing to determine what the recipient of the settlement yeah. has to do with the settlement? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. I put it to you. I put Steve. it to you. <laughs> uh, and if I'm not going to sit here <laughs> and let you badmouth Johnny Depp. 
So Depp's team sued the Sun Listen, for... I'm not saying we didn't take some liberties. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. We did. Uh, uh, the Sun for labeling him a wife beater sued he lost in July. High Court Justice Andrew Nichol uh, ruled that Sun, the Sun's team essentially proved the claim in the 2018 article were substantially true and... That the 57-year-old had, in fact, assaulted her on a dozen occasions. He's got, That's what they ruled. He's got to get... Have you ever seen how big the sun is? The legal team, that could mount... The amount of beings that must live on the sun that oh, are facing yeah. him <laughs> is crazy. On Thursday, Depp's team said that the false donation claims gave Heard a considerable boost to her credibility as a person and that they had tipped the scales against Mr. Depp from the very beginning. Lawyer Andrew uh, Caldecott had dubbed her claims calculated, manipulative lie, and written submissions to the judge. Uh, he said it's uh, a false plus to her and a false minus to him. You said you were going to donate that money to a charity. <laughs> Put your big fat fingers in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Johnny looks like yeah. now? He looks like he's perpetually going to a Halloween party. Uh, there, there, there's, there's, a, there's a point at which... You know, like Joe Perry's in that stage now where it's like... And they're in that band together, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they're dressing yeah. each other. He's yeah, yeah. out um, of the next Harry Potter movie. I think we talked about the next uh, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, and, uh, come now... on. You can do it. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen has taken over that role. Oh, yeah, Mads is great. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Oh, that's what Just Saying is. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Come on. You can do it. Now, man, that now that's that dude is an actor. Say yeah. what we, I mean, we have our fun with Johnny Depp, yeah. but holy hell, is he good in that? Yes, he is. Movie. In Black Mass, yeah. absolutely. Uh, let me see where else. For fifteen straight minutes, <laughs> oh, God, I've been watching you putting your big fat fingers, putting your into your disgusting mouth, which is filled with God knows what kind of bacteria, and then you take the same big fat filthy fingers and you stuff them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption what the f*** are you thinking John well I wasn't thinking Jimmy I'm sorry just don't do it again mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking Jimmy that's a great scene I'm sorry uh, Kristen Cavallari and uh, comedian Jeff Dye have split. Oh, Man. of course they did after five months together Jeff Dye uh, yeah I don't know who that is. I don't either. The you do know him. We, if you remember that series that where uh, William Shatner and uh, oh, they 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 toured Japan and they're going around. He Henry was, Winkler, yes, right, and uh, Terry Bradshaw, yes, yeah. yeah, and he was the young counterpart to the collective. Oh, okay. um, so they've split, and uh, an insider said it was never that serious to begin with. She was having fun. She wore wax lips throughout the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know it's not serious. It's just goofy. Uh, The pair got together in October after her split from Jay Cutler. In January on Instagram Live, they exchanged public I love yous. Well, that sounds pretty damn serious to me. Yeah. Yeah, Publicly saying I love you. Love you you lots or I love you. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Is it L-U-V? yeah. That is a in, in my dating years. Yeah. That is that is a line I never crossed, never frivolously threw <laughs> out those words. What? Uh, I just laugh because you, Nick, have admitted like, oh, oh. that was that was, like yeah, first Nick date used to like drop. I love you all oh, the time. second she touched my wiener. I was like, I love you. <laughs> like two glasses of wine in. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Hey, hey, do you want to go to Applebee's this weekend? I love you. Uh, Friday, yeah, I, I love, love you. you. I love you so much. You paid attention to me. I love you. Which side of the house is your bedroom on? 
I love you. <laughs> um, you. The question, though, is, is there, if you're writing it, is the L-U-V and the L-O-V-E, is there a difference? There yes. is a complete yeah. difference. Yeah. Especially on Instagram. Well, and then there's love ya. Yeah. Love ya. Yeah. Love ya. Yeah, or those like, things. I love you. That's mm-hmm. the bold one. Absolutely. That's the real emotion. Uh, but L-U-V or yeah, Y-A, <laughs> I, there's a gray area. Changes there. the dynamic. But yeah. she's posting the thirst trap photos now because she's uh, got her butt out on Instagram and she mm. said she's speaking about freedom and how, how good it feels. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. There's a picture of her, a silhouetted picture of her without uh, with showing her hiney and it says freedom. It feels really damn good. Mm. So she's uh, she's throwing it out there. I did not like her, you know, that much on the reality shows, on the hills and so on and so forth. And now I kind of dig her. I do. So it's it's weird. And it's funny seeing her. Do, I don't even know what it was, but seeing her at home living a home life on uh, very Cavallari and making sandwiches for the family and stuff like that. And just <laughs> now I'm like, okay, all right. It's weird how your perception changes with little dumb things. Well, Steve, do you think this is kind of the real her and the Hills was no like idea. more of a fabricated, scripted reality? Or is this the way she wanted to? This is her show. Yeah. Right. This is the way she wanted yeah. to. Yeah. This yep. is the way <laughs> she is sculpting no. it and she is It was completely it. real. <laughs> I know. All right. So anyhow, a source says, uh, E tells E that she, uh, she just isn't ready to full settle down right now. Uh, TLC star Mama June Shannon tells Access Hollywood she and boyfriend Gino Doke spent more than a million bucks on dope when she was addicted to drugs. Yeah. Said, I went to rehab with 1.75... No, $1.75 to my name. I thought it was 1.75 million. Um, uh, By the way, the Mama June... Road to Redemption star said, and I came out with nothing. Uh, she has been clean for 14 months now. So you remember the story that she was selling everything in her house, like light fixtures, everything, anything that anybody wanted to buy. And that is the sign of someone who's incredibly desperate. Mm-hmm. And in this case, we know it was desperate for drug money. Yep. Uh, listen, I was I was happy to see this because I, I uh, number one, I really liked this gal. And I was I've always been curious about... Uh, what went on? Uh, the life of late singer and actress uh, Brittany Murphy yes. is the subject of a two-part documentary coming to HBO Max, uh, featuring new interviews with people closest to the star and marking the streaming services' first deal with Bloomhouse Television. Uh, HBO Max said it will go beyond the conspiracy theories and headlines as a character portrait exploring Murphy's life, burgeoning career, and curious death. Uh, the director, Cynthia Hill, said, I agreed to do this film because I think it's a shame that Britney's promising life and career has been eclipsed by um, the circumstances of her death. I think it's important to celebrate Britney's talent as we struggle to explain the tragic circumstances of her and Simon's death. So she and her husband, Simon Monjack, uh, who were wed in 2007, died within six months of one another uh, in December 2009 and then May of 2010, respectively. Uh, She died of sudden cardiac arrest at age 32, after being found unconscious in the bathroom of their Hollywood Hills home, uh, the coroner said that she died of pneumonia exacerbated by anema and a harmful combination of medications. Um, now, her dad, uh, Angelo Bertolotti, in 2009 had said, it doesn't make sense to me as we speak. I'm star- staring at a picture of her. I just can't believe it. Can't convince myself she's gone. He said at the time he hadn't spoken to his daughter in about three years. So they were, you know, estranged. He, her husband, was found dead at their house months later. His cause of death was also given as pneumonia. So years later, a private toxicology result 
procured by Murphy's father, who reportedly sued to get the actress's hair samples, sparked stories in 2013 alleging that the two had been poisoned. Remember that? I do yeah, remember it really that. Weird. Yeah, it did because everything did seem weird. Though at least one expert declared the lab's conclusion ridiculous. Murphy's mother, Sharon Murphy, also discounted the theory. So it's still a bit of a mystery as to how they died, nope. and it was it was strange circumstances. Once things like this get out, you can almost never quell the conspiracy or the the rumor of of how someone died so uh there'll always be this thing affixed to her but she was really talented i mean i love her in the movie clueless yeah. she's great yeah. and she's also like in talk about bruce willis she's in sin city and uh yeah, yeah she's a ton of stuff she was with ashton kutcher for a long time <laughs> just yeah. married just i like that movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. Cute movie. it was kind of slapsticky yes. right? yeah, yeah with yeah. robin Willi- robin williams as the priest uh yes i believe yeah. that was robin williams yeah so, anyhow, I'll be very interested to see this. Hey, Avatar has once again retaken its crown as the most lucrative movie of all time. Wow. With James Cameron's 2009 film reaching a new all-time box office high to beat out uh, Avengers Endgame, which took the top spot mm-hmm. with its uh, $2.79 billion take that year in 2019. You see the game they're playing here, right? Yeah. What? So that they they keep releasing like in China. Well, that's it. Yeah, Thanks yeah, yeah. to the re-release in China yeah, yeah. of Avatar. Deadline reports that Avatar has already grossed enough to push its box office total to two point eight four billion, uh, which edges out Earth's Mightiest Heroes once again for the largest worldwide total. Uh, the surge in Avatar ticket sales comes as China theaters are were reopening in the wake of the pandemic, which has seen a rush of theatergoers eager to return to theaters and seeing as most major Western film studios have yet to release new titles, given that most of the world is very limited theatrical capacity still. Uh, that leaves plenty of room to re-release popular titles like Avatar in the meantime. So I just mentioned earlier in news, AMC is opening up 98% as of this week in yeah. the theater, so we'll see. What all they're going to be releasing in the theaters right now. Uh, Zoe Saldana in both of those movies. <laughs> yes, yeah. she is. Um, I never really cared for Avatar. I, I, I get how unbelievably stunning it was, but I just um, it didn't do anything for me. And and the fact that they're making four sequels. Yeah. I'm yeah, that of, I don't get. I enjoyed it, but, but four sequels, I, I'm, they're going to really have to. Now, it won't surprise me if it turns out to be successful, the, the, the following releases. Yeah, no, I <clears throat> listen, it, it was cinematically, it was like, dear God, this is amazing. Yeah. I thought the, I thought it, I'd give the movie itself three stars and I'd give the experience four stars. I okay. loved it. I, you know, I'm the opposite of you, Nick. I, um, I don't necessarily, I don't have a star rating. All yeah. I know is that like. Oh, don't you have a, a butt rating? Uh, I do. Uh, I give it. Uh, Did he used to? I don't yeah. remember that. No, like, uh, like a zero it, rating is yeah. the best rating. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I'll get as far as uh, ass sucking. Ass sucking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I give it one. One. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's very little ass sucking. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very little ass. I'm like, sucking. it's like you know, it's not a bad movie. It just doesn't blow me away. You know? It's kind of dances right. with wolves in a way. Too. I, yeah, I yeah. think like nine ass yeah. sucking is bad. Like that's a yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. movie, right? Oh, ten out of ten asses have been sucked. Right. Only one out of ten asses were sucked in this movie. Right. Um, so I yeah. don't remember the ass sucking. Well, story. because okay. the yeah. movie, oh god, what movie? Oh, Chaos, uh, something or other, uh, the, with that Tom Holland, Daisy yeah. Ridley movie, just recently released. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh-huh. All right. So, so you said it's like Dances with Wolves. The, the, there was the same thing about um, Cars with it, like it being Doc Hollywood. Yes. And I never saw Doc Hollywood, so it didn't affect me at all. So, did you see Dances with Wolves? I don't. I didn't. Did you see Dances with Cars? I saw <laughs> Wolves with Dances. <laughs> Uh, How about wolves drive cars? Wolves, okay. 
<laughs> I have that seen awesome. Dances with Wolves, but it didn't have that much of an impact the on Wolf me. The Wolf of Car Street is good. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those things can't drive. Yeah. It didn't have that much of an impact on me where I go, oh, my God, I've seen this movie before. You know? Okay. Gotcha. But. All right. Well, uh, let's see what else we can mention. How about this? Ellen DeGeneres has signed a multi-year deal with Discovery. Uh, the 63-year-old comedian and television host is set to narrate a series of natural history features. Yep. Uh, starting with Endangered, which will be available to stream on Earth Day, and that will be on Discovery+. Plus. She's going to do a lot of gorilla stuff. I think she'll be uh, a, a good uh, voiceover uh, for narration. I think uh, yeah. her, her voice lends itself to that. Yeah, uh, The absolutely. documentary follows the efforts... Uh, this is according to uh, who is this according to? Anyway, says the Fuck Finkelbaum. <laughs> the documentary follows the effort of dedicated wildlife conservationists across the globe as they work to compile the latest version of the Red List, the most comprehensive record of the state of the world's wildlife that has ever been created. That's according to Deadline. I watched the. I was telling you, Preston. I watched the uh, special on the Aleutians, the last unknown. Yes, on, Di- on Discovery Plus. Which is the whole reason for getting it. It's unbelievable. It's an amazing footage. The stuff that they can do, the the tech, what they can get, the angles and everything, it'll blow you away. All right. So, did you have to buy that? Yes, I did. Okay. And that's why, like, I I I begrudgingly do it, but I'm like, okay, this was worth it. I just and they're putting all my favorite shows on that because mm. uh, that's the one where all the HGTV shows yeah. are yep, porting yep, over yep. to. Yep. Tons this of is, tons of murder me. shows. Tons of everything. Pisses me right off. Yeah, man. as well it should. All right, and then one last thing. Uh, you guys remember the classic uh, I'm a Mac ads yes. from Apple, Justin Long? Well, Intel has released a series of ads featuring him. He's switched over. Uh, he says, I'm a Justin in the ads instead of I'm a Mac. Uh, just a real person doing a real comparison between Mac and PC is what he says in the ad. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the ads feature Long checking out a variety of features on Intel PCs, <clears throat> including touchscreens, uh, models flipping between uh, tablet and laptop and support for PC gaming. Uh, for several years, of course, Justin was known as the I'm a Mac guy after appearing in a series of Apple ads touting its Mac computers over sluggish PCs. Uh, tech pitchmen shifting to competitors is nothing new. Paul Marsarelli, uh, who was famous for uttering the phrase, can you hear me now, in the Verizon ads recently uh, started ads for rival carrier Sprint. <laughs> my, I'd, my wife and I would go at it as, jokingly about the uh, this son of a bitch. He has no loyalty. And she's, well, well, you know, he's being paid. And I, I would keep playing it up. Like, I, you know, I, I'd convince her that I was serious about, you know, he's got no loyalty. About the, 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 the Verizon guy? Being, it's, oh, he's being paid. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's a paid he show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're ready for Wait, movies. Oh, movies. Oh, oh, movies, right? New movies. Yeah. It's a Friday. So we're going to start with this. Uh, the gentleman we spoke to yesterday, Mr. Zack Snyder, his Justice League, the Snyder Cut, uh, is officially out now. Uh, it's an action adventure, of course, starring Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, uh, Ray Fisher, and many others. Uh, the plot determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain. Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince and plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. 
Four hours and two minutes long. <laughs> Rated R. Streaming on HBO Max. Rotten Tomatoes score is 76%. And it is broken up into four segments. And you or know... Actually, eight. Well, yeah. you know where they occur to because they cut to a black card with a title. And that's how you know the next chapter is has begun. So it's easy to... Y- Watch yeah. it in episodes if you want. And you and Casey both loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. I just thought it was really great. Good to hear. Also opening this weekend is The Courier. It is a mystery and thriller starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Rachel Brosnahan, and Anton Lesser. Uh, the plot is a true-life spy thriller. The story of an unassuming British businessman, uh, Gre- Greville Wynn? Greville. I'm not sure. It's uh, short for Grevelanchi. G R E V I L L E. Greville? Greville? I don't know. Uh, recruited into one of the greatest international conflicts in history involving defusing the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, running time is one hour and 51 minutes. Rated PG 13. It is a wide release and a 79% score at uh, Rotten Tomatoes so far. I say you over there. Would you come over here and help us defuse the Cuban Missile Crisis? And then the last film opening is The Last Call, a oh. comedy starring Jeremy Piven, who we spoke to yesterday, Jamie Kennedy, and Bruce Dern. A plot, a local success story. Mick returns to his old neighborhood for a family emergency and is forced to stay when presented with a huge real estate opportunity. Uh, hour and 42 minutes long. Uh, it's in theaters and streaming this weekend. There is no score as of yet on Rotten Tomatoes. But it takes place in Delaware County. Yeah. So you got to so, see Yeah, it, support right? it. All right, we're ready for Clips 2. Tom and Janet, a happy couple in the new film Happily, are faced with an awkward trip, a dead body, and suspicions about the questionable friends around them. In this clip, actress Carrie Bechet talks at her, I'm sorry, looks at her co-stars of comedians. Here we go. The thing that scared me signing up for this movie more than absolutely anything was all the comedians. So many comedians. They're all incredibly talented. And the uh, the idea of being in a room with all those very funny people is incredibly intimidating. Was that a fart? <laughs> uh, Happily is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. All right, one more clip. In The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah! The duo join forces and hone their skills to survive while also honing their skills to be patient. Uh, here, director Kerry Skoglund... Uh, reflects on the job well done of the MCU. Here we go. What's wonderful about uh, the MCU is they take on these important conversations. Marvel does not shy away from them at all. And yet it's done in such a way that we laugh, we cry, you know, we hold on to the edge of our seats, all while letting these these conversations resonate. So uh, it's been a joy. Falcon and Winter Soldier is now streaming on Disney Plus. Their camaraderie is so good, and it started in the movies. Yeah, you know, uh, with their with their ribbing and everything. Uh, and I want to see how this progresses because you know, uh, eventually, as we know in the comics, Bucky becomes Captain America. Yep. So I, I understand there there will be a shift in the series. I've been watching on uh, Disney Plus. There's a uh, they just started, I guess, this series. They only have one episode so far, and it's essentially. Uh, behind the scenes of these shows, yeah, 
and the first one they have is is on WandaVision, and it's it's like an hour long. It's fantastic. They're awesome. Have you seen it? Oh, uh, no. Yes, they're 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 great. They, in fact, they're going to do them for every one of the series. Yeah. yeah. So it's so basically, it just it takes all the WandaVisions and will condense it. Not not no. It's just it's it's one. It's essentially just a behind the scenes on the show. It doesn't take each episode no. and break it down. No. This is just here's what we did. We had a lot of fun. Okay. Here's how we did it, and uh, it's great. Yeah. It's, and you guys watch Legends. The Legends episodes that yes. they have on Disney Plus as well. It does the backstories. I've seen some of those, yeah. yeah. So they did the backstories for Vision and Wanda uh, yeah. if, if before that, and then now they've done it for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it's a really good primer uh, in case you haven't watched all of the movies to get to Falcon and Winter right, Soldier. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Wait, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, it's, it's, it's yeah. a different thing, Case. Okay. No, this is uh, like, you know, here's how we did the practical effects in yeah, these yeah. scenes and stuff like that. And it's, okay. it's really cool. And, they, and those actors had so much fun on that set. Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine they'll do the same treatment for Falcon and Winter Soldier once that gets completely uh-huh. I can't get enough of it. There. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. We've, 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 actually, we were in a dry wanna... spell for a while. Remember, the Croods was the number one picture in the country <laughs> for like yeah. three months running. So, But I, I don't ever want this MCU stuff to end. Never. Ever. Never go away. Keep going. I love you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, we have a Friday laid out before us, friend. What is in store? I don't know. Let's find out together. We'll come back in a moment. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. Uh, first day of spring's tomorrow. Oh. Right? Wow. Yeah. Today's the last full day of winter. I'll uh, take it. Heard that on the news this All morning. Right. So last I didn't full I day no of spring idea. T- yeah. First day of spring tomorrow? That's, yeah. I believe so. Right. Nick, if you can double check on that. You're right. All right. Yeah, All Saturday, right. March 20th. So All right. the last day of winter. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. And what do we have, Marissa? In North Coventry Township at Hanover Street and Pottstown Pike, it is closed down for a report of an owl standing on the yellow lines what? in the middle of the street. <laughs> Where? In North Coventry Township. All right. There's an owl standing on the street. Just hanging out on the yellow lines right in the middle of the road. So the uh, <laughs> I guess there's people on the scene trying to handle that. Just hanging the street. Pottstown Pike. That's an owl, I guess. <laughs> wow. All right, other it's problems. Much different sound. Yeah. 95 southbound between Ow. Cotman and Bridge. There we go. That's a better owl. Uh, and also <laughs> slowing right. Allegheny to Gerard. Route 1 southbound. We're slowing from Broad to Fox. 76 eastbound Montgomery to Spring Garden. Vine to 8th and Broad. What Women Bridge is slowing the Toll Plaza to the downside. And 55 northbound from Deptford to the 42 Freeway. This traffic report is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. At Whole Foods Market, get any 6 to 16 ounce Sambuzan or Pie TA and Blentopia bag smoothies and bowls for 25% off through March 23rd, plus an extra 10% off for Prime members. While supplies last, and that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Ow. Yeah. Ow. Watch out for the owl. Ow. Man, that made me think just a moment real quick to, to yeah. derail at the very beginning, but I, and I've told you guys this one time I was driving by, there's a golf course in our area, has a pond, and I was pulling up, and sometimes these geese cross the road, yeah. and there was an entire cavalcade of geese walking across the road, so I stop. And I'm just going to wait for them to pass and then continue on. A guy gets behind me and starts leaning on the horn. And I'm like, do you think I'm actually going to drive into these animals as they're standing in the road? I I wanted to get out and punch this guy in (laughs) the face. I'm like, honestly, seriously, are you really doing that? What kind of person are you? I see that in the city all the time when there's an elderly person crossing the street. Well, that's a different story. Yes. (laughs) All the time. Because, like, the the fourth or fifth person behind... (laughs) 
doesn't see the intersection and they just think know, it's somebody sitting at the green light on their phone and, and not going. Yeah. But, like, it, it's also in the city, so you're not getting the, like, meep. You're getting the, like, meep, Yeah, 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 meep, the lean. Meep. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that pisses me off. I've, I've, I've done that. I, I've honked at, like, not, like, a heart, but, like, I've gone, like, burp, burp, like, come on, let's go. Without seeing that there was something in front of the old car. man with his geese, yeah, <laughs> not I, realizing. I'm like, oh man, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that, that one's on me. I, th- there should be, like we said, there's a few different horn features that yeah. should be there. Number one, a nice honk. Yeah, that's that's uh, just a, a a different tone, a nicer tone. Uh, then there should be the <laughs> I take that back honk. <laughs> yes, you know, there should be like three different ones. Well, you, did you hear what they're doing with uh, uh, <laughs> with the Teslas? There's no. going to be a uh, a way so that uh, if you you are going to be able to almost immediately link to a Tesla that is near you and uh, like communicate with them. Oh, uh, I hope it's only like nice communications. I right? have no idea. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this uh, doesn't uh, sound good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that seems like that's the you're opening up a, a very bad situation possibly yeah. Yeah. yeah i wish there was like a option to like make your car like have a blushing sound because yeah. sometimes there's like not enough weight or blushing like view like maybe the colors change like you're embarrassed about like what I'm you embarrassed. just did yeah like oh sorry my bad my bad yeah that's what i mean the horn yeah uh, but what you, if- you have a, a, a an agreed upon i apologize horn, horn honk well listen, or i take that back we just need baby steps right my bad Two horns, and that's it. Your regular horn and just the meep-meep. And then once we get the meep-meep out of, of the way, then we can work on the varieties. Work on, work on the other varieties, okay. right? All right. Well, anyway, don't hit the, the owl in the middle of the road, if you would, please. <laughs> but take a picture if he's cute. Um, all right. So I would like to do something because this is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, I have my stack of topics uh, here, and mm-hmm. I would like to dive into this and see what we end up getting. You guys Let me take a look at that stack. That's it. Oh, that's a pretty big stack. Yeah, it's all right. We might as well burn so, a few off. Because... I would like to. I would like to try this out. So these are things that I jot down from time to time, topic wise, that we just for one reason or another didn't have time to get to, and I've uh, they've turned into a stack. And I hate to have them just sit here. They're, they're I hate things... to have them sit there because you get worried. I see you get antsy. Yeah. So let me uh, let me fan these out. Can I get some uh, music, Casey? Just okay. something to fill out the time while I'm yeah. getting this prepped, and then I'm going to have. Uh... Let's get this on. I didn't. I didn't know we were getting sexy. Yeah, uh, and sexy I'll, fan in time. I tell you what, I'll have Casey, since he's right here, pick from the stacko topics. You're okay. not going to uh, shuffle and rifle. Well, so that's why I wanted to ask: Have these ever been shuffled? No, I'll shuffle them. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's going to take a minute. I wasn't. Well, you know, no, you need to do it. Honestly, we just don't want to end up in the same realm as we were before. Though everything's unique. Uh, well, I was going to. Because they weren't shuffled, I was going to take the one from the bottom because that's been sitting there the longest. Everything you know? we put too much thought into this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, look at how much we spent on a freaking owl. <laughs> freaking owl. Freaking owl. Freaking owl. Um, all right. You know what? All right. What? I, I'm going to take the one that you that says topics. <laughs> Come on. The one that doesn't even. All right. Yeah, I'm Jesus. The, the oh, my God. This is my first time. Be gentle. Okay. Do I read yeah, it? read it. What read does it? it say? This says. Okay. Oh, man. <sighs> Oh, okay. What? Inspirational sayings. Girl thing? Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. and in fact, that goes to <laughs> we uh, the Cavallari. Chris uh, Cavallari, uh, yes. That we had yeah. earlier this morning, which was... Uh, like, yes, that kind of stuff? No, 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 oh, no. no, no, no. Like, um, Little self-mantras. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Like the, uh, she is fierce, she is wild. Yeah, gotcha. She uh-huh. runs with the wind. Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> so is it mostly social media? I can't say I've ever seen a man post something like that. Okay. He, well. is, he is wild. He is free. <laughs> no, it's He like... runs with his spirit. You know what I mean? It's more yeah. like, dig deep. 
You know? Okay. Yeah. Rub some dirt on All it. All right, there's that too. Yeah. But I was curious if this is mainly a female thing, per your observation. On social media, it, clearly this is something that you'll find a lot. You'll find a, a lot more women and in a specific age range doing, like a Kristen Cavallari. Now, question. Do... Is there a generator of these things where they're finding these, or are they legitimately like, like libs? Are they authorized? Are they are they writing these? Are they creating these? Where do they get these? Like I am the yeah. wind, I am the lion. Think... Some of them are really long. Yeah, some are really long, and I'm like, you didn't make that up. I think about three years ago, you were just finding them on the internet, or you were screenshotting them from somebody else. Somebody else posted it, and you're like, ooh, I'm going to put that in my album and save that for later when I break up with somebody or something like that. Like, you have folders full of them. Then there's, like, auto-generated websites that have them. And now with websites like Canva, you can make them yourself. What's Canva? Uh, it is a online uh, graphic design oh. free, free site. Okay. I actually did use that. When we were going to, uh, for yearbooks, yeah. for, for your kids, you put in... Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can buy a page and, and put something okay. in there, and it was recommended to use Canva, um, and it's actually very very simple. It's great, I am isn't the it? toast. What does that mean? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think they're mostly stolen, or like maybe you Google like a inspirational message when broken up with, or you find it on Pinterest or something. I think it just comes across, and you just save it for later. Okay. And and it's usually in this uh, kind of is would third person be the right? Yes. Uh, she uh, or is that second? That's uh, third no, that's person. Third, yeah. All right. So she is the wind. Yeah, she is. She's the like the wind. <laughs> she is Mariah. So the the, the 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 wit and wisdom of Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's like the wind. It all comes She's back like to the toast. <laughs> She's like the toast. I am the toast. I am the wind. Butter. Window flyer. Chicken. <laughs> He's like the this, uh, I think my uh, generator's broken. <laughs> Chicken. Are they the equivalent of the live, laugh, love signs? Um, no. I, it's a little bit different, I think. Uh, live, laugh, love yeah, is, yeah, is is more more of a mantra, I think, than, than the declaration that sometimes you get from these things. Oh, my God. I'm my a thing. good guy. <laughs> I'm in the cat skills. <laughs> They think I knocked up a chick. Oh my god. But I didn't do it. I met this other chick with a really hideous nose. Oh my god. She got it. But she's light. And I can pick her up over my head. Her mom is much hotter. And her sister's not half bad. Oh my god. I didn't know this whole song was yeah. about his time at uh, <laughs> Kellerman's. Rub it on your face. <laughs> Make you beg for more. She's out of my All right. God, this was such a hit. And he wrote it, didn't he? You know what? I don't know. I think he wrote it. Uh, I know, obviously, he performed it, but I'm not sure. Uh, Nick, will look it up. She's like the witch. <laughs> She's like the toast. <laughs> I got it from my generator on my computer. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the song features additional voices from Sam, blah, 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 blah. Um, yes, yeah, Swayze and Stacey Weidelitz. I yeah. don't know her name, but they we- wrote it. Weidelitz. Weidelitz, yeah, 1984. Okay. She wrote the uh, doing the Weidelitz pop. <laughs> you remember that. Everybody remember. Everybody was doing it in 84. Yeah. The Weidelitz pop. Weidelitz pop <laughs> just blows me away. 
All right. Anyhow, yep. All right. that wasn't a great stack of topic. Uh, I, topic. I suck. At wow, this. wow, man, that, that that kind of blew. No, well, we have other ones. Let's oh, go through them. Yep. Let's I go. always find that uh, Marissa, why don't you want to pull? You well, want you want to yank on? I want to give Casey a second chance. Okay. Well, I was asking you to do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Steve's advice and do it. Okay. He was asking. It wasn't telling. Yeah. You. <laughs> All right. I'm nervous, guys. I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Sit and grab one. Oh my God. You can barely reach over here, can I, you? I'm on my toes, my tippy toes. Uh, All right. There's a lot have? of writing on this one, Preston. All right. I like it. What? Movies you're sure nobody but you like. Wow. Okay. I like this one. You're the only one you, that you've ever that met. That I want. That, uh, <laughs> no, not that. You're the only one that you've ever met that really likes this movie for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, and you can feel free to call us, 215 263 WMMR, and of course, I, now that that's come out, I'm, I'm on the spot. I have an obscure one. Um, and, and that's what they would be, yeah, usually. Uh, uh, well, not that obscure, but whatever. For me, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it, and then uh, some of my friends became it, so maybe this disqualifies it. But it's, anyway, the movie's uh, Crazy People with um, Dudley Moore. It's and, great. And, okay, so I'm not the only one. No, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that was just... So shut that one. <laughs> I'm going to get it going with a bad one. See, this is All an right. example of one not to use. Let me go with one. Okay. Um... An immigrant Italian family, a mob family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Godfather. All right. Oh, yeah. Go I hate on. that movie. Never no, seen I, it. I know a whole bunch of obscure films that yeah. um, you almost aren't fair because you know yeah, yeah. too many movies. You yeah. know, and the, like, and the, and then the, the movie that this movie was based on. You know, like that's so, to me that that's unfair. Listen, we all kind of work in movie speak sometimes. Yes, we do. And and um. <laughs> Chuck D'Amico will, he'll throw out a movie line as if it is like the most, you know, he'll be like, yo, I am your father. It's like, yeah. he doesn't throw out things like that. He'll throw out a movie line from like, she's having a baby. Right. And he's like, oh, I love that movie. You know, I love. <laughs> Dude, he just texted us. Chuck. I'm a huge fan of the movie. Oh She's having a baby. <laughs> he just texted that. All right. Well, his reminded me of one. Um. <laughs> the very first Molly Ringwald movie I ever saw, because I wasn't introduced to him by, like, an older sibling or anything like that, um, so I just saw it on TNT, was Four Keeps. God, I don't remember that. Yes, yeah, so it's Molly Ringwald. She gets pregnant as a senior in high school. It sounds vaguely familiar, though. And she has to, like, leave. Uh, they, they pretty much kick her out and send her to, like, a different school. Um, and then she lives with her boyfriend. She gives birth in a toilet? Does not. Oh. Gives birth regularly. Okay. Um, in a hospital. And then, like, his mom, like, loves speaking French in the house. And they live with the mom for a little while. And that's bad. Yeah. And then they go get their own apartment. I, I remember not liking that movie. So it's my favorite Molly Ringwald movie because it's the first one I ever saw. Okay. Directed right. by the, John Avildsen, Steve. Yes, who, who went on to direct Rocky. Rocky, oh. and also yeah. Mac and Me, right? And also Karate Kid. <laughs> he did Karate Kid? Yeah. Yeah. Same guy did Rocky, did Karate Kid? Yes, he did. Yeah. I had no idea. All right, I thought of one. Um, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. <sighs> no, I'm a huge fan. Okay. I love that movie, and a lot yeah. of people don't know about that movie. So it was done, really, with a... Um, we had, In fact, we had the director yeah. and writer in the studio, and it's it's done in a real retro style. It's with Gwyneth Paltrow. It's with um, Jude the, Law. Jude Law, and it's and, and uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and the the style is so cool, and it's sort Giovanna of Giovanna Ribisi. Yeah, it's it. black and whiteish, but it's, I liked it. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's it's a sci-fi yeah. adventure that takes place. The scene, Preston, where the robots are marching down 
the city street. I yeah. mean, a huge army of robots, and then they, they level Madison Square Garden. It's very cool. Yeah. So when you know that there's a movie that's crap, but you like it, and you find somebody else that has not only seen it, but has enjoyed it, like, that's... Yeah. That's like a brotherhood. That is like a kinship. Well, yeah, I agree. And, you know, so Meatballs 2 is one of those. Oh, God. Yeah. And Meatballs, my, right. Meatballs 2 is yeah, legendary. Now, my, my buddy, uh, it was a couple of years ago, I said, I got to run. I got to go grab dinner. And he says, what are you having, hot ganip ganabs? <laughs> now, listen, that is just a throwaway line from the movie. And I turn and I look. He goes, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I go, Meatballs 2. <laughs> and we were like... We had to hug. I was like, well, I love that movie. It's a terrible movie, but I love it. Well, Steve, you and I have one. Oh, Mac and me. No. Baby's Day <laughs> Baby's Out. Baby's Day oh, Out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the scene God. where Joe Montana's feet are being set on fire is comedy gold. Well, and the gorilla. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah the gorilla. Awful. It, All it, of it is bad, but I laugh every time I watch it. So it is. No, I I have perpetually on my DVR Mac and me. That's a bad one. <laughs> it, it's, it's so bad because they're... It's 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 a ET ripoff. Yeah, and there's a scene clearly McDonald's <laughs> put up a huge. Ch- there is an extended, tw- like twenty minute dance number inside a McDonald's. Ronald oh shows God. up. Yeah, yeah, and and the kids are dancing. And there's football players dancing, and it's like, what am I watching here? Right. It's unbelievably bad. To Casey's point about meeting somebody who likes this movie, so uh, there is this Disney movie from when I was a kid about rollerblading. It's called Brink. And so when I first oh. met my boyfriend, um, we were just talking about rollerblading and, like, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, there's this great movie I love. You probably maybe have seen it or not. It's called Brink from the 90s. And he just goes, yeah, I did all the stunts in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and he was in it. So there's a similar wow. movie called Airborne yes. that I loved. Yes. And so Jack Black's in it. Seth Green's in it. and Wiley. Wiley, yeah. yeah. So... Do you like that movie? I love that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, I thought I was the only one. No, but... it's a good. It's not a good movie, but I love it. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I'm watching some of the texts uh, come up that this this is uh, you know you think you're you're one of a very few that really right, like this right. movie. Like I'm seeing Spaceballs. No, no, that that's count. that's legendary. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. So let me go to some phone calls here. Well, here's a, a text. Somebody says the movie Rubber. Never heard of this before. Uh-uh. It says a car tire comes to life. Yes! With, yes! With the power to make people explode. It's great. And goes on a murderous rampage through the California desert. Seriously? Yes. This is it. Robert, that we were oh, showing the trailer for. Up. It is a murderous tire. It's great. <laughs> it cannot be great. <laughs> I just think it can't right. be great. Let me go to some other calls. I'm going to go to Matt. Hey, Matt, you're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. All right, so a movie, you're sure you're one of the only people you know that actually likes it. So this is one Steve probably knows. It's 1941 by Steven Spielberg. You, that was, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, so did I. It, yeah. yeah, it is. So it is a bad I didn't like it. movie that's actually fun to watch because of the time you have everybody in it. You have Belushi, Aykroyd. All right. Uh, you have uh, um, just everyone who was popular at that time is in the movie. It's just it's it's really terrible. But you liked it, Matt. I absolutely loved it growing <laughs> up. I'm, I'm a World War II fan, so it was, yeah, you know, kind of pick that box. And then actually, to go to Casey's point, when I first started dating my now wife, uh, we were hanging out at her parents' house one time looking for a movie to watch, and she was like, "Hey, have you ever seen 1941?" <laughs> she was one of the only people I've known at the time who actually even knew what the movie was. Wow. Well, well yeah. th- listen, that the movie is uh it's considered a bomb. Spielberg often talks about what a misstep it was. He threw everything at it, everything in the kitchen sink as he says, 
And uh, you still have to have a funny script. It's actually based on a real yeah. story that yeah. happened. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, Matt. Dumb and Dumber. Yep. Uh, all right, let me go next to Rick. Hi, Rick. You're on the air. Good morning. Fire truck. Yeah. Fire What's up, Rick? What's going on? Um, so, a, a movie that I saw when I was younger, now that it, um, it's kind of taken me back, uh, is a movie called Monkey Bone with Brendan Fraser and Chris Kattan. Oh, oh, no. no, I don't remember that at all. Oh, my God. So, I just. I, it, you, it took me back a little bit, but I Googled just the actual picture because I kind of forgot it. It's absolutely terrifying, and I'm realizing I was probably 10 years old when it came out. Monkey I Bone? Was, yes, Monkey Bone with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, oh I remember this thing. And it's an animated character, right? Yeah, it's like claymation. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's terrifying, yeah. And I'm realizing that it's something I feel like you'd watch on acid, but I was 10 years old at the time, so that just, I don't know, maybe I just took it a little differently. Yeah. But my mom... My mom worked at a mom and pop video store, and I would I would bring it home for like weeks on end. I probably watched it fifteen times, and I don't think anybody has ever rented it other than myself. <laughs> uh, All right. And do you actually like it? I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time. I'm sure if I go back and revisit it, it's not going to feel the same. But at <laughs> the time, it was incredible. But in your mind, you love it. All right, thanks, Rick. Yep. I appreciate thanks. it, man. Yeah, I can I've, tell you a movie. I vaguely remember. I'm that. sure you remember Preston, and that that is a terrible movie um, that not a lot of people know of. Remember the movie Deadly Friend with Christy Swanson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A robot. Or yeah, she's yeah. reanimated. She's right? reanimated. Yeah. There's a scene. <laughs> She goes over to the neighbor's house. Oh my god! And this is like it's the mo- it's the the uh, woman from the Goonies and and throw mama from the train. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, she takes a basketball and throws it and detonates her head. Yep, I remember that. So yeah, he he ports the the soul of his robot into the dead girlfriend. Yeah, somehow or another, yeah. It, he does it. It's a yeah, that's a bad movie. It's Agreed. horrible. Uh, so what's a what's a movie you're pretty sure that you're the only person or you're the only person that you know of within your group that uh, likes it? I will go to let's go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Dave? Uh, Assassins, Antonio Banderas, <laughs> Stallone. Why do you love it? It's it's so bad. It is horrible. So it, you're right. It's a terrible movie. The action sequences. Antonio Banderas is in another one. I think it's called... 13th Warrior. No, that's actually not too bad. <laughs> X versus Sever or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you keep saying it's so bad. But, but do but you, you love like it? it? Yeah. yeah, do you like it, Dave? The get-up that, that Sylvester Stallone wears in it. Just <laughs> the, the ridiculous... Answer the question, Dave. Dave do, you do you love, love the like movie? It? What? Do you like the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so the, the movie I was talking about is called Ballistic. <laughs> yes. Thanks, X versus Sever, and it's Antonio Banderas, and it's also, uh, what's her name? She, uh, Lucy Liu. Okay. And, and they're, right. they're assassins going after each other. All right, I'm going here. Uh, Paul, good morning, sir. Paul M. How you doing? Good, man. All right, so what's a, what's a movie you're pretty sure you're one of the few people that actually likes it? So uh, it's a terrible movie. It's called Hudson Hall. <sighs> yeah. Bruce Paul, Willis. I actually kind of like that movie too. Really? Yeah. What's it about? He's he's a he's a thief. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis is, and he does this weird thing where he has a certain amount of time to you know get in and get out, and so he will see, he will pick a, an obscure song and sing it during right. the entire right. crime. And I always liked that for some reason, Paul. That concept is so cool. It's weird. It's it's not a great movie. 
Uh, uh, Danny Aiello is in it. Oh, yeah, and Sarah uh, Bernhardt, right? I, Sandra I don't, Ber- I don't remember. Uh, but you you remember it fondly, Paul? Oh, yeah. Uh, I just had that one scene where, uh, just in my head, where uh, Bruce Willis is in uh, France and he's uh, drinking something and <laughs> big muscly guy at the other uh, – one of the bad guys or whatever, he pops up and he just yells like G Yogi and it just <laughs> dying every time. Now that's writing. Your kind of humor, Paul. <laughs> well, I love Nick, it. Nick Murphy texted us. Yeah. Thanks, man. And he said one of his favorites is oh, Hudson Hawk. Shut up. Yeah, Nick Nick's a cinephile. Uh, yeah. It's a terrible movie yeah. that's a lot of fun. Can yeah. you explain to me this the singing thing again? What is So all right, so they they they're gonna go, you know, say steal a diamond or whatever, they, you know, from uh-huh. this uh museum. I, I don't know. And uh, they're, they're looking at the security layout, and he's like, okay, um, you know, three minutes and 15 seconds. And, uh, and so th- I think Danny Aiello says that to uh, Bruce Willis, and he goes, swinging on a star. Right. And so they go in. So you be swinging on a star, you know, and they just he's singing it while they're going through and trying to steal. Okay. So they know instead of using a watch right. as they a sing timer, the they sing a song. Okay. Uh, to let them know how much time they've got left but, before they got to get out of there before they get alerted to you know uh, the crime. You're never terrified that they're. I mean, it's all no. it's all half hard, light, yeah. lighthearted. I should say. Did you ever see a movie, Preston, called Night Riders? Night Riders, right, with Ed Harris. No, it's a George Romero movie. It's about um, like Renaissance type of people who joust on motorcycles. It's no. a traveling sort of thing. <laughs> no. It's actually really no. pretty good. And it's a George <laughs> Romero movie. But you if you want to see Ed Harris looking like he's eleven years old. Really? Yeah. I mean it's just crazy. Okay. That's why he ends up in Creep Show too, because that was another George Romero. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh let's go to Paul next. We're talking about crappy movies that you may be the only person that really likes. Uh hey Paul, good morning. Good morning. All right, so I have two. The first one is Almost Heroes with Chris Farley. Everyone I've ever seen it with thinks it's a steaming pile of crap, but I love Never it. even heard of that. Almost Heroes. And Matthew uh, Perry, right? Yeah, and Matthew Perry. Yeah, they're basically trying to beat Lewis and Clark. Yeah. Across oh, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. and that, it has a great sequence where he's trying to get an eagle's egg. Yeah, that is the best sequence of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And Preston, every time he goes up, he thinks he's being quiet, and like a twiggle break, and then you hear, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, he goes, and he, you know, so if you're talking about Chris Farley movies that stink that are also awesome, Beverly Hills Ninja. I was going to yeah. ask about that, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Paul, what's the other one? The other one is The Pest with John Leguizamo. Love that movie. The it is The Pest. Like oh, The Pest. Uh, the pest. It's like basically like most dangerous game. He gets called to this island for this rich guy, and he hunts him. It is so terrible. And the <laughs> opening sequence of him in the shower is so dumb, but I love every second of it. And every, like my friends used to watch dumb movies in college high all the time and mm-hmm. love them. Like, and this one they could not even get. Well, wait a show. second, Paul. Isn't isn't the pest one of his stage characters? I think I think he, he used to have a, a a character that was the pest. You know, he had those those stage yeah, shows. Yeah, do one man shows. Hugely popular. Right. The I pest. Be, there's yeah. also a movie. Um, Steve, you've never even seen it. What's that now? Which one? You've never seen the pest, the movie. It sounds familiar, but I can't. I, nothing's coming. Up. I mean, I remember the name, and that's why I'm thinking I'm, I'm keying off a stage thing that he did. But I, as far as the movie, I don't remember seeing it. 
Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Casey, I thought of one that uh, that you and I know, and I, it's been so long since I've seen it, but I remember liking it as a kid, was Midnight Madness. Oh, my God. I love that movie. You do? Yeah, yeah we watch it um, either. Now, one of my buddies had it in college, so it was in a semi-regular rotation of ours, and, you know, it was Zach... Galaga, I believe, is in it. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is a kid in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we get the Leon clip from. Yes. Uh, when yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. named Leon yeah. calls in or we have a story about Leon. Oh, I never do that. Yeah, yeah that's what this Leon! is from. Have, have you guys ever watched it? No. Oh, man. So Leon is this guy who... He's like crea- a genius, He's right? a genius. But yeah. he creates a scavenger hunt. And it's called oh, the Midnight Madness. Yeah, it's, it's midnight- got um, Stephen First, isn't it, from uh, Animal House? Yeah, Blammer? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and and I love scavenger hunts. Yeah, so that's why I always thought that was kind of a, a neat movie. And each team, but it's uh, not. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it's a fun movie. But each team created has a different color to it. So you got okay. the yellow team versus the red team. You know, the yellow team is like the regular people. The red team, you got like a fat ladies and then like jocks, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're big groups. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, that's looks familiar. So the guy who's Eddie, whatever the hell his name is, one of the guys is the um, Preston is the guy with the ventriloquist dummy up in the Ferris wheel in 1941. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. the guy's name, but he was yeah. a big. So Steven Spielberg loved this guy because he reminded him of Jerry Lewis, Eddie yeah. Deason. Uh, Eddie yeah, Deason. Yeah, he was in uh, Greece. Yep. You remember yes. from Greece? Yep. And he's the annoying kid in Polar Express. Yeah. And he was also yeah. the first choice for Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> shut your mouth. Uh, and, and by the way, so I'm seeing a, a few titles on the, the phones that I'm not going to go to because I, I don't think they qualify because they, there are, there are some cult classics like Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. And Howard the Duck and Memento that I see on here. There I are, have one. Okay. I you ever see the movie I Come in Peace? Yes. You go in pieces. Exactly. Yeah. You go in pieces. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Yeah. Oh it's about God. an alien who he that's just that he learns to say that. <laughs> yeah. To get the good and you know who's also in it? Brian Ben Ben, who was in Dream On. Oh, yeah. 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 The uh the the, yeah, yeah. See, there are a couple of movies that used to be in regular rotation in my house growing up because they were on cable. And I would I have a there's a soft spot in my heart for them. I don't know if they suck today, but like there's a movie called Hunk that I watched when I was Hunk. a kid. Hunk. Yeah. And this guy Kirstie uh, um, Alley was in that? I don't remember. Oh. This guy, he was not that hunky of a guy, yeah. but uh I there was that. a magical spell and he became yeah. a hunk. Blonde. Yeah. Uh, chiseled. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes. I, I do remember yeah, that. Typical eighties. Yeah. What yeah. was what was the one with uh with Steve Gutenberg where he adopts the personality of this Biker. Biker. With long hair. Right, yeah. And, um, uh, uh, oh, from uh, Lesson Zero, uh, the, the, the girl. Jamie Gertz? Jamie Gertz. Yeah. Is his, uh, yeah, he has cancer. Right. And then um, he recovers. It was terrible. It was yeah. It was terrible, but I loved it. Okay, here's another one. Now that I'm thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was Cheech Marin. Um, uh, oh, man, where he goes to Australia and. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Crocodile Dundee. No, no it was no. not Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. But he, uh, uh, but that stunningly gorgeous actress is in it. Oh man, what was the name of it? Let's look look up, up Cheech Marin if you would, yeah. uh, Nick, because this is an eighties movie. Yeah, uh, late eighties, early nineties, um, and 
Damn it, Steve. Shrimp and the Barbie? Catch it! Shrimp and the Barbie. Really? They it, named the yes. movie Shrimp and the Barbie. Uh-huh. It's horrible. Uh, so listen, there was another but movie. I liked it. I don't know why. There was another movie back in that time. Emma Sam's. Called, that she was oh, on. I loved Emma She's Sam's. Gorgeous, Emma right? Sam's was from Dynasty, right? Yeah, yeah, I wonder what she looks like today. But there was a movie called <laughs> Taking It Off. Do you guys remember that I movie? I remember I the title, but I can't remember what it was about. Taking uh, It Off is around the time of another one of my favorite. <laughs> hold on to that. Yeah. Um, my my tutor? Remember yes. That? Yes. My secret tutor. Yeah. So taking it off, this chick, for some reason, every time she heard it was either music or a, a specific song, she would start taking her clothes off. Ah, the, the 1980s. The theme song for the movie was Taking It Off. Yeah. Taking It Off. It's brilliant. Taking It Off. Do you remember that? I do remember okay. that. Absolutely. I tried to watch one of these movies the other day. It was the first movie I ever saw boobs in. <laughs> it was Chasers with Tom Berenger. No. They were like, uh, nope. they were MPs that had to go pick up a uh, nude woman. A, well, she, it was a chick, and at some point, she tries to sleep with the younger guy to get out of it. Okay, it's so no. bad you guys have never even heard of it. No, but did you like it? Or? I loved it as a kid. Okay. Loved it, and I tried to watch it the other day. I made it ten minutes in and couldn't watch it. Anymore. You know, it's oh, well, Erica Alaniac. Yeah, yeah. that's who it was. That right. she was. Oh, she's stunning. Casey, I got one for you and me, and I know we're not alone in this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Short Circuit Two. Yeah, <laughs> it's Los Locos kick your ass. <laughs> yes, I got we know that. that. All right. Yeah. There's a, a movie that I don't know if you guys have seen. It is a, it is a cult favorite. Strange Invaders. Nope. It's about a, a town that, that w- the aliens take over everyone, and it, it, they sort of stay in the fifties. Uh, it, it's it's a solid movie. Um, who would you? Michael Moriarty's in it. Paul Matt's in it. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy Allen. Oh, I love Nancy Allen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not familiar with that. Nick, what were you going to say about? Uh... No, I mean it's just funny because it's you know it, the Short Circuit Two was so bad. Steve Gutenberg didn't want to be in it. Yeah. You know, right. like he didn't sign up for the sequel, but I love it. And Casey, it was on rotation in cable, uh, you know, when we were kids. And so I total soft spot. That's where a lot of these movies end up coming. You, you don't get yeah. it as much these days because you, you have so many options to actually watch good stuff. But you would actually sit there and, and the, what were time killer movies. Yeah. And then you got so used to seeing them yeah. that they started to become movies that you liked. Like um, not, I mean, like like Hudson Hawk was a flat out bomb. Yeah, but it repeated so much on cable that people loved it. There was a movie with uh, Harry Hamlin and uh, Tom Cruise's old wife, Mimi Rogers, and I I always forget the name of it, but it was about this girl who was good enough to play semi pro baseball, but they wouldn't even give her a shot because she was a girl. And I swear to God, I'm like the only one who a <laughs> saw this movie and b Likes it, okay. And, and I've watched it, um, yeah, I, probably within the last like two decades or whatever. So it is one of those movies that you know I watched in the eighties that I, that actually I feel like holds up in an eighties kind of way. Blue Hence sky, the topic. What? Blue skies strike again. Yep. Blue skies again. I'm sorry. Yep. That's that it. was it. That was All it. right. Uh, I'm going to go to Damien. Hi, Damien. Good morning. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, bud. All right. So that lousy movie that uh, you think you're one of a handful of people that actually likes it. I loved. Uh, Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler and Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think it's a good movie. I never saw it. It actually, critically, it was it was pretty well received. Um, it's a is it a uh, Paul Thomas Anderson? Oh, is it? I, I think so. It's very yeah. moody. Great movie. I yeah. have it on DVD and never watched it. It was one of those ones that I like, got through the radio station. I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to watching this someday. Never saw it. You mm. know what, uh, Preston, can you go to uh, line two? Sure. That's a good uh, I have uh, Mike R. on the line. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey guys, good morning. Hey, good, good morning, morning it, bud. All right, what do you want to put on the list? 
Uh, so this is probably one of the more recent movies, but Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter, the yeah. Jeremy Reiner movie. I, 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 J- Jeremy Renner and uh, and uh, who, what's her name? She, uh, she was in Clash of the Titans. She's very attractive. Uh, not Gemma? Oh, oh, Gemma Jim Anderson? Atherton, I think. Yeah, so she's really... Um, Wheeling. Yeah, so let me tell you something. The, the, the movie is is a junk food movie, but I think it's a hell of a lot of fun, man. I agree, uh, Mike. It's, it's, a, it's it, one of those over-the-top violent movies that yeah. is very violent for no reason, but you enjoy it. It is, yeah. It has no right to exist, yet they, they throw so much into it that you can't help but go, all right, that was all right. You know, it's like the movie Van Helsing, which is so yeah. overdone, but it's still fun. It's just a nice take on a you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, story. yeah. Nice. All right, thanks, man. We appreciate it. All right, Casey wanted me to play this. When this song was played, or any song, that's what I can't remember. (laughs) Taking it off, God, taking it off. And the music was so bad in those movies. There were some great uh, bad. I mean, you know, like a ski school and uh, hot dog and David Nolan. You know, those like softcore porn essentially. When you're, oh man, do you remember the Hots? There was was Hots. Danny Bonaduce was in it. No, uh, it was just it was exactly oh, that. Oh, wait a minute! I do, Steve. Does he end up getting oral from a seal in what? that movie? No, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, <gasps> yeah. Somehow or another, that's hot. Yeah, he thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. was wow. okay. I'm pretty sure that I remember that. Danny needed a paycheck. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, it's uh, H-O-T-S. Like, um, it's uh, spelled out. The letters yes, are spelled yeah. out. Yeah. It's, it's, so HOTS stands for something, apparently. Uh, uh, well, yeah. then... It's like uh, Debs. You remember that movie? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. That was a lousy movie. Yes, it was. But the girls are so hot, I couldn't help watching it. <laughs> Debs or the Hot. Duff, right? The I like the Duff. The yeah, Duff is good, yeah, yeah. but like, of course, they picked someone who was actually cute. You know, right. no, I right. always know that the ugly person in, or the the, the <laughs> people who are supposed to be unattractive in these things are still stunning. We're gonna have to wrap in a second here, but I'm going to Mike. I'm not familiar with this one. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's uh, up? This, this will be one maybe for Steve. Prayer of the Roller Boys. Yeah, yes, yeah, I remember that. I, I remember Christian the movie. Later, Patricia Arquette. God, what was the plot of that? It's like post-apocalyptic, and there's this gang of guys that kind of want to end the world, and Dr. Marissa's... No, you, you, sounds like Solar Babies. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I was like thinking solar of Solar Babies, babies. Yeah. yeah, but it's similar. Solar Babies is a really good junk food movie. Uh, it's yeah, similar, yeah. Boys. Give that one a watch. All right. <laughs> super Probably won't, but thanks. Appreciate it, Mike. You know what's up here, which is a, um, uh, number eight, Preston? I don't know. Have you ever seen the list there? Uh, list of movies? Let me go to Ricky. Uh, hi, Ricky. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Yeah, uh, the worst movie ever that I love and I always loved was Mom and Dad Save the World with John Lovitz. I love it. Yeah, he. Uh, they, they're in a station wagon. They're traveling through space. <laughs> Uh, and uh, isn't Kathy Ireland in that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, she is. Yeah. So, and, and Terry Gar's in it. It actually has a pretty good sense of humor. It's very Coneheads ishes. Right. Thanks, man. Uh, I'll mention a couple of these. I'm not going to be able to get to the calls, but uh, Legend of Billie Jean. I always liked that yeah, movie. Yep. Me personally. Uh, the Hudsucker Proxy. Uh-huh. That's a weird, cool movie. That's a Coen Brothers movie. Uh, and then I want to go to this one because I, I've never heard anybody admit this before. I'm going to go to Roger. Hi, Roger. 
Good morning, everybody. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, so you got two movies that um, you're pretty sure you're one of the very few people who actually like them. Absolutely. Um, and I still love the movie Oscar starring Sylvester Stallone as a gangster. No. Oh. Wow. It's, it's... I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> But if it brings you joy, that's all that matters. It was, again, that was a massive bomb. Was, um, oh, what's her name from uh, my cousin Benny? Um, Marissa Tomei. Was, was Marissa Correct. Tomei in that? Yes, she was. Okay. She's the daughter. Yeah. Not Balloon. Uh, all, right, all right. And what's the other one? Uh, it was called Saturday the 14th. It was a spoof of, obviously, Friday the 13th. It's so horrible. It, it's it's almost excruciatingly bad, but I will still watch it now and then. They try so hard; none of the jokes land. Uh, but it's it you can't help but watch it. It's just one of those, you know. Again, crappy movies can can still be wildly entertaining to watch. Yep. Yeah, it's All like right. a slow slow train wreck. You just can't take your eyes off. It, <laughs> exactly. Steve, right, did you Roger, like that thanks. movie? Uh, nothing but trouble. I I couldn't stand that movie. In fact, it was kind of like. Marissa I, has it written down just, on a piece of paper right there. Nothing oh, but wow. trouble. You Remind like that me movie? what it was about. Uh, it's so the uh, the main characters of the movie get stuck in like this town, and and Dan Aykroyd is like the judge. It's like it's I, really yes. bizarre. It's kind of like Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show, where their car yeah. breaks down and, Every, they find and Dan their way Aykroyd to the house. was a really weird looking guy, like an older guy. Yeah. <laughs> literally had a penis for a nose. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that movie. And you, John Candy played the twins, and then the Humpty Dance was played, and they got out of uh, court because they played the Humpty Dance. Oh my god, <laughs> wow. it was so good. Do you know it's actually a a a good bad movie is Neighbors, which is a similar thing where uh, with. Uh, uh, Belushi and Aykroyd, and they switched yep. role, role types. It was Aykroyd playing the crazy guy, and Belushi was the straight guy. <laughs> and this weird family, Kathy Moriarty, move in next to he uh, Belushi's, you know, suburban oh, home. Man, you just made me think of another bad movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> this is dragging on forever. But it was it was Kevin Klein, and when you said that neighbors yeah. living next door, door to each other made me think of it, where. His next door neighbor was this insurance scam guy, and he convinced him to switch wives, and he murders his own wife and blames it on Kevin Klein. It was terrible, <laughs> terrible. And here's you know one of the greatest yeah. American actors, and Kevin Klein. Amazing. It was it. just terrible. I couldn't even tell you what the name of that movie was. Do you have any idea when it came out? No. It like prior to Fish Called Wanda. Is it January Man? I don't know. I just oh, remember is it watching Sophie's it choice and and just being ashamed that Violets I watched or blue? it. Violets are blue. Is so it Dave? Bad. I don't know, man. It wasn't Dave. I, I love you to death. Dave. No, that's a great movie. Okay. Uh, I love you to death yeah, is out yeah. freaking standing. Yeah. Oh Never my seen it. god, that's, that's underrated. Tracy okay. Ullman. Yeah. that files under underrated. Yeah, and I agree. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and Rich, Richie, <laughs> and William Hurt, yeah. and uh, uh, River Phoenix, yes. and a lot of people were in that movie. All right, well, anyhow, discuss amongst yourselves today at work. Go in and talk to people. Maybe you'll find a kindred spirit who loved solar babies <laughs> and, you know, or whatever it may be. Solar babies is, uh, again, that really needs to be experienced if you want to see a snapshot. They're, they are roller skating I loved it. through the desert. Yeah. Was Jamie Gertz in that, too? Jamie Gertz yeah, is Jamie in, Gertz yeah. in that yeah. as well. So watch that and Space Camp and, and all those movies. Airborne. Yeah, Airborne, <laughs> that uh, that you and only you, you think, 
uh, love. All right. Well, thank you for the calls, and thank you for letting me lighten up the uh, Stacko topics. Good pick, Marissa. Uh, we're going to take a break, but not before we give away a six-pack of coupons. Good for six full-size packages of God Shawl's Turkey Bacon. Caller number eight. It's yours, 215-263-WMMR. The Bizarre File is coming up when we return. It's the first weekend of spring. And since we've already sprung forward, except for the stupid microwave clock, it's time for some spring cleaning. All weekend, MMR will be dusting off a bunch of great songs from the MM archives that haven't seen the light of day in a while. So listen as we go all Marie Kondo, digging way back into the far reaches of the MM archives. But rest assured, it all brings us joy, so we won't be throwing anything away. The Spring Cleaning Weekend from the Rock and Roll Pack Rats at 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, the Equinox. I keep thinking of movies that, uh, <laughs> this whole time. We, we kept talking about it the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Preston, the, uh, the, the trailer for my tutors running on my laptop. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just thinking about Dr. Detroit and, yeah, whatever. Well, on all of our social media pages, we have a thread going, so add them up there. Oh, we do? Yep, on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Excellent. All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. Schedule their full-service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds guaranteed. All right, Penis Man. Penis Man. Sprang up as an unlikely counterculture hero last year in Arizona after a mystery graffiti tagger began spray-painting those two iconic words on prominent local buildings, including Tepe's City Hall. I'd reported on this months ago. I remember, yes. Well, now it's time for the Phoenix man behind the fire vandalism to pay the bill. They got Oh, boy. His name is Dustin Shomer, 39-year-old student of Japanese language with some offbeat political ideas, was sentenced this week to three years of supervised probation and ordered to pay $8,000 in restitution for the damage. A deferred four-month jail sentence will be uh, erased from the sentence if he completes 500 hours of community service, according to the terms of a plea deal. <laughs> How extensive was his reign of terror? Uh, I don't remember, yeah, yeah. but he was all over the place. He was penis putting, man. He was tagging penis man all over Tempe, Arizona. So <laughs> they got him. A violent reaction to a restaurant order led to chaos at a place called Wingstop over the weekend. Uh, cell phone video shows a man wild about wings, getting upset over his order. A man can be heard saying, I don't want the food. I don't have time to wait on the food again. So now what do we do? And you can hear an employee tell the man, well, it's either you get the food remade or you go on about your day and stop yelling at my manager because it's no. It's uncalled for. Uh, Theron Truillo, a customer in the uh, at the time, recorded the man grabbing the register, <laughs> slamming it to the ground twice. Then he picked it up and he threw it out the window, oh, wow. <laughs> right through a huge pane of glass. Uh, and Truillo said, "I was telling him to calm down. I said, you don't want to go to jail. You don't want to go to jail." Truillo said that he overheard heard the man. I think I want to go to jail. Say the restaurant gave him the wrong order twice. When the register went through the window, he says he was surrounded by glass. Definitely, he said, when I see it, when I seen it, I was kind of shook up a little bit. 
The employees were definitely shook up behind. The ladies behind were definitely shook up. Here they were shook up. <laughs> they were shook up. I think they were all. Sh- that's what. That's what I seen. And they were like, "Thank you for staying." It's definitely not what you see every day. So they are looking for this guy. They have video surveillance, but they don't know who he was. And they're oh trying to track God. him. Down. I know. <laughs> Throws it out the window, man. Ugh. He's got really long hair. That he should be pretty easy to spot. All right, a New York man has been convicted of trafficking sharks, which he kept in an above-ground pool in his backyard. How big a... Large sharks. Large sharks. Fairly good size one. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced the conviction of Joshua Seguin, who pleaded guilty to illegal commercialization of fish, shellfish, crustaceans, and wildlife with intent to sell seven sandbar sharks, which is a protected species in New York State. Uh, he was fined $5,000. Authorities say they first got whiff of this all in July of 2017. After he was busted for driving with a license without a license in Georgia, cops found five undersized sharks in a large tank in the back of his truck. Authorities say Seguin had admitted that he was transporting the sharks to New York to sell them. He also admitted to possessing live sharks at his house. Authorities later discovered he had operated a website called Monster Fish Keepers and conducted uh, his business under the name Aquatic Apex. When authorities served a search warrant in his New York home, they found seven live sharks in his backyard pool. They also found two dead leopard sharks, one dead hammerhead shark, and the snout of a small-toothed salt hammerhead shark? Also an endangered species. Yeah, Gee, he had this how, stuff in his pool. How big was this pool? I, I don't know. It was an above-ground pool. They yeah. get to be a pretty good size, so he had them swimming around in there. Jeez. Uh, for nearly 27 years, Andy Torrey was an only child. That is, until he bought an at-home DNA test and the results told him otherwise. He has found 30 half-brothers and sisters. Wow. 30! Yes. Oof. All products of the same sperm donor. As shocking as the news was, it's also a dream come true for Torney. He thought he was an only child. Yeah, and now he wishes he was. He mm-hmm. said, I always wanted siblings, so this is like the universe overreacting or overcorrecting my childhood dream, essentially. Uh, his new siblings quickly welcomed him into their unconventional family. They also posted of his arrival on their group Instagram page and added him to their family chats. He said, I live in Atlanta, so my closest sibling, she lives in Birmingham. And as soon as I got added to the group, uh, she texted me immediately and was like, hey, let's get lunch tomorrow. And I, uh, he said, wow. the feeling of hugging your sister for the first time, he said, I mean, you can't put that into words. It was crazy. And this is your new brother. I like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So uh, he's very happy. I think it's a pretty cool story. All right, and then we'll end with uh, this one. Vehicular destruction is a popular YouTube trend. YouTubers destroy perfectly good vehicles to rake in millions of views and cash. One infamous YouTuber is facing charges of 18 criminal counts after allegedly destroying the environment while filming his videos. Uh, Street Speed 717 is a popular carnage channel similar to that of Whistlin' Diesel. Uh, the channel is run by Michael Hissong, and you'll find plenty of street racing, questionable car modifications, and a surprising amount of vehicular destruction on his account. Uh, these shenanigans popped up on the radar of Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission, and it brought 18 criminal charges against Hissong for the actions depicted in his videos. Uh, he's surprised to get the charges, given that he says that he uh, that he's done illegal things on his channel for years without yeah. getting in trouble. I mean, if you didn't arrest me for that, then yeah. I guess you shouldn't arrest me for this. What a defense, right? Yeah. 
Uh, so well, I've been doing that for years. He's been hit with disturbance of waterways and watersheds, misuse of property and waters, littering, and pollution. He goes, he rides through these waterways, and you're not allowed to right, do that. Right, right, right. Heisen seems to think that uh, PFBC is targeting him over his Ram 1500 TRX jump video, which I saw. Uh, however, the channel is full of other videos him seemingly do what they alleged he did. By the way, he destroyed this truck when he made this jump. Uh, but he believes that uh, the landowner should get the ire, not him. He said uh, he uh, in the statement in his video, he said, I pay literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. I don't even want free stuff. I just want to be left alone. And the government can't help itself but uh, help itself but to be like, hey, here's a guy having fun making a living. You know, living his dream. Let's try and ruin that as best we can. We've got to ruin it. We have to, he says. He makes a point in some of the videos to support law enforcement. But he doesn't like it when he has to face the law for his own actions. Uh, his song apparently thinks officials holding him responsible for his criminal behavior have some sort of personal vendetta. So there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file this morning. By the way, a texter texted in and says they have 42 half-siblings from a donor as Whoa, well. Whoa, 42 half-siblings. And that's from a sperm donor. Wow. All right, um, let's give away some more turkey bacon. Our friends at Godshalls have dropped off a whole bunch of it. And we'll take caller number nine, and I'll give you a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshalls turkey bacon, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, by the way, it's available for online ordering and delivery with uh, Instacart, Shipped, Amazon, Walmart, Acme, ShopRite, and more. So caller number nine, we're going to take care of you. We're going to take a break, and we will be... Right back. A little five-minute break. Well, why don't we take a five-minute break? <laughs> Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. In ShopPlay Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play. There's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the ShopPlay Win app and see what you won. With over $230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopPlayWin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Acme, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So I've got a few stories. It's the end of the week, and I need to make sure that they get cleaned out of my junk drawer. So I want to dive into that and rummage around and see if we can find something that might be interesting for you to hear about before you head into the weekend. Uh, We're going to start with this one, and this is really cool news. Uh, The Philadelphia suburb of Chesterbrook has been named... The best place to live in America. In America. And what's wild is this is the second year in a row. Oh, wow. I didn't know about this last year that Chesterbrook was named the best place to live in America. This is per this study, and I'll explain 
who did it and what, yes, the, what, what all the parameters are. Nick, That'll help. All right, so, Nick, uh, I know you know Chesterbrook better than I do, but I always thought Chesterbrook was just more of a development. It's not really a town. I think a it's lot a- of the mailing addresses in Chesterbrook are Wayne or Devon. They have their own uh, separate zip codes. But, yeah, I mean, I grew up in Paoli, and uh, and a lot of my friends from middle school and high school lived in Chesterbrook. It has, you know, is it office buildings? Actually, I worked in Chesterbrook for a little bit when I worked for that company called Traffic.com. So, anyway, it was a planned community, and they, they planned it in yeah. the 50s and 60s. They built a lot of townhomes, they built a lot of single-family homes, and they built office buildings So do well. a lot of people in proximity claim to be from that, from well, Chesterbrook? But, but that's the thing, Steve. So if you live in Chesterbrook, you you don't say, I live in Wayne, or I live in right. Devon, or, or Paola. You say, I live in Chesterbrook. Huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, cause the only thing I really know about Chesterbrook is that's where we bought our dining room furniture, Steve. All right. Uh, because Memories. Well, so listen, we got this Bassett dining room furniture. I mean, this stuff would retail for thousands of dollars and there was a gentleman who had moved he was a doctor moved here from tennessee where the cost of living was a lot cheaper and came up here and could got less for his buck just didn't have the space for his dining room furniture and we got it for a song and a dance but we it was that's heavy. the chesterbrook way that's the chesterbrook way but i was- when it when i first moved to the, to the yeah. area <clears throat> one of the first places i looked uh to possibly get an apartment uh, was in Chesterbrook. Huh. So that's the only, and and then the only other time I've been to Chesterbrook was when it was the New Year's Eve party that Cecily Tyne and Birthday Girl <laughs> oh, yeah. invited me to. And Rochelle and I ended up there with a uh, with a with a, a taco <laughs> dip, a taco <laughs> dip, to a black tie party that I didn't know was a black tie party. And you were wearing bib overalls, and you had like a I hit. was not wearing <laughs> bib overalls, but we were underdressed. <laughs> they lived there and at the time. They lived in Chesterbrook at oh, the okay. time. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Was her first husband. When they when they built it, um, so I grew up, uh, grew up in Paoli and uh, across the street from what was then Paoli Elementary School, and the uh, Tredyffrin East Town, in their infinite wisdom, decided to close two or three uh, elementary schools in the district because they didn't think any families were going to move into Chesterbrook, and now it's nothing but families that live there. So they uh, now have had to add uh, and redistrict, and, and huh. you know the the planning by the the school district for cl- uh, closing schools was not very not a lot of foresight. Uh, so the ranking comes from this uh, this place called Niche. Uh, they're out of Pittsburgh, uh, but they <clears throat> annually release reports on. Schools, colleges, and municipalities, and it's based on both user review, user reviews and data from the U.S. Census Bureau, FBI, Bureau of Labor Statistics, and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So niche factors in affordability, the local housing market, diversity, public schools, and more info into its ranking. So that's kind of a ball. What about quality of life ranking? So these are, these are more, I think, more... Um, Basic, but like a consensus of people who live there, things to do, recreational. Yeah, yeah, part of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they here's here's what they explain, and it's uh, this is how it's described: Chesterbrook, a Chester County. That's in Chester County. Yep, that's for some reason Montgomery County. Okay, no, I grew up in Chester County. Uh, it's uh, forty eight hundred ranks higher, or the 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 town of forty eight hundred ranks higher for its public schools, housing, jobs, and health. And health and fitness, and all of which got an A-plus grade from Niche. Uh, the close proximity to Valley Forge National Historical Park, median home value of $379,000. Highly ranked school districts, median household income of $130,000. Helped to put it at number one. And, I mean, it's right down from the King of Prussia Mall. So you yeah. talk about shopping and yeah, dining. Yeah, true. Yeah. You got everything you will ever want right around there. Huh. Yeah, I wonder what is uh, on the heels of that. If that's number one, I would love to know what the top five are. I don't know the rest of the list, uh, Case. I and haven't seen that. I, you know, 
so when we went to Disney a few years back, we stayed in a planned community. Right. So there's a whole bunch of these these developments that are all around Disney. And we so we stayed. It was gated, but they were all single-family homes. But it had, like, a town center with a town pool and, uh, like, an arcade. And, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't a resort. Like, people owned these homes. And I, something like that is, you know, it's... I it would can be nice. It. I yeah. tell you what, down there, though, you would have paid twice for your dining room furniture. No, you're, so probably, the, uh, you're probably you know, right. You no. Know. Yeah. One of the things about Chesterbrook <laughs> is that um, some of it's aging out. Uh, you know, when they, when they built yeah. it... Um, it, it is and was a great design and pressed into like the, the quality of living question. Like, they, you know, they, they designed biking trails and hiking trails throughout it. So you can, you know, go from one neighbor to the next and, and enjoy the outdoor aspect of it. Um, but some of the homes, especially the townhomes, could use an upgrade. You know why we didn't uh, end up renting a uh, an apartment can there? Can I guess? Yeah. HOA? No, because I had a big screen TV and it wouldn't fit in no uh, kidding. Uh, the stairs to go up <laughs> yeah. to. to yeah. and it was it was one of those cabinet TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. the only way you could buy those big screen TVs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, there's no way Can't do this. we'll ever be able to get these up this up the stairs and inside to the apartment. Yeah, try getting uh, an entire dining room set out of there. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Dude, the dining was... room set determines everything, doesn't it? Oh, my God. It? Yeah. My brother was so, let's see, he helped me out, but he was like, Dude, don't like ever do this to me again. It was so difficult. All right, so Marissa found the top five for you, Casey. Okay. So you got Chesterbrook at number one. Number two is City Center in Santa Monica, California. Wow, well, other end of the country. Number three is Ocean Park in Santa Monica, California as well. You're talking about... Yeah, big money. Beautiful area. Yeah, yeah. Stunningly beautiful. Uh, Penn Wynn. Oh, that's right around the corner. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Is Penn Wynn the uh, fancy way of saying the nice part of Narberth? Uh, Penwin is more, uh, like, next to Belmont Hills. Yeah, yeah. Penwin's on the other side of, of Montgomery than Narberth. But I think it's yeah. the same zip code. Oh. And then the last one is Cotton Creek <laughs> South outside of, uh, Richardson, Texas. No. Cotton Creek South outside of, I uh, know, Richardson. Yeah. Huh. Cotton no. Creek South. Number nine is Richmond Heights, Preston, outside of St. Louis. Richmond Heights. I know the name, but I don't know that you area. Were, you were from the wrong side of the tracks, weren't oh, you? Yeah. Sorry. No. Not really. <laughs> I was on the average side of the tracks. I was actually on the tracks. Richmond Heights, man. I don't remember that. Okay. That's a phenomenon around here, though. People will, will rename certain areas to get a better real estate value, like Penn Wynn is a part of Wynwood. We've talked about that. Yeah. We've talked about that. So it's confusing. That becomes, and, and, and that is that goes down. We were talking about re- renaming fish to make them more attractive right. to purchase, people purchasing them for, for, for dinner. So, in- yeah, we, we sort of... Floating out a, a a an artificial renaming of a town will get that done. I mean, like I I live I think uh, in uh, I would say in Skipack, but my uh, address is Harleysville. My pharmacy, which is right down the street, is in Schwanksville. Right. We use the Lower Salford Police Department. <laughs> I mean, it's like I can't yeah. keep track of exactly where everything is. Yeah, they keep creating neighborhoods in Philadelphia, like uh, where Nick Murphy lives is called Newbold. Newbold? Yeah, it's South Philly. Yeah, Queen Village was a relatively recent phenomenon. I mean, last 10, 15 years. You know what? So when I was living in, in, I I was told initially we were in Maniunk. We were actually in a couple of different, we were claimed by Roxburgh, we were claimed by uh, um, Wissahickon, and we were claimed by Maniunk. Yeah. 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 And when I lived in Upper Chai, it was technically, I think our, what was our mailing address? It was Marcus Hook. And, you know, I mean, I don't. The hell up your goddamn mind, <laughs> yeah. people. Oh, hell. Oh, hell, I don't know. All right, but anyway, Chesterbrook, best place in the country to live, right. according to Niche.
So congratulations to you. All right. Really cool story Steve sent me. And if you have an iPhone and you use the face ID and you're wearing your mask, obviously you have to punch in your code if if you're not going to pull down your mask. It's a pain in the ass. It doesn't recognize you. Yes, it does. There's a way to do it. And I was I was surprised. Had no idea this existed. Were you aware of this? I had heard about it, and in classic Steve form, I had forgotten about it. So I've been punching in my number constantly. Yeah. In fact, I was complaining about it. So there's a TikTok video on how to unlock your phone while wearing the mask. It was set. Up, you set up a new face ID with your mask on. Oh. And it's really weird how you do it, though. You have to do it, wear it half on and half off. It's okay. So anyhow, here are the steps. First, you go to settings. Uh, and then you press face ID and passcode. Next, press set up an alternate appearance. You put your mask only on one half of your face by folding it in half and putting both loops in one ear, and then you hold the mask by your chin to keep it tight. Your phone will then prompt you to move your face around for a few seconds. Lastly, you put the mask on the other side of your face and follow the prompts again. And that's all the work. That's all you that's have it. to do. And then it'll recognize the alternate face. But here are a couple of things to remember when setting up and using this hack. Hack uh, First, since your phone can't detect the bottom half of your face as easily with your mask on, it'll pay more attention to your eyes. So something as subtle as smiling or wearing glasses that fog up from your breathing could interfere with the alternate uh, face ID working properly. And second, you may have to try doing these steps uh, several times for the hack to work, to, to setting it up, I guess. Uh, so repeating the steps, uh, keeping small details in check can be bothersome, but it's uh, it's worth being able to unlock your phone a little bit more easily. So it's really weird how you have to, I don't know why you would have to do half your face like that. How many times do you get caught uh, during a day, you know, looking down at your phone and, oh yeah, I got a punch in the code because it won't. I mean, yeah, I, 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 use, I use the face recognition constantly. Yeah. Steve, mm-hmm. every time because uh, my face recognition hasn't worked since I got my phone. Oh, all right. Because I dropped it in a cooler. Well, there you go. What? I dropped my phone in a cooler. Any other things not work on it besides face ID? No, for like three days, the camera was fogged up, but that cleared up. Mm. So I was like, oh, great, my face ID will work again. That's right, the only so you thing that hasn't. dropped it in a cooler. And I thought it was water resistant. So they I are picked water it up. resistant. Apparently not if you drop it in like a melted ice and it sits there with some white claws for 10 seconds before you get it. Did it, maybe it banged something. Maybe it hit kind of hard too when it went in. Maybe. Yeah. Because the water should be no problem. It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. You can can submerse it, I mean, to several feet for a, a length of time. Okay. So the first day I got it, I dropped it on the sidewalk and cracked the screen oh and had God. that replaced. Uh, okay. <laughs> now you're, you're getting into more, more complex territory. Hey, uh, this never happened with my droid. I'm just saying. I'm so lucky. I've never cracked the screen once. I feel no, so thankful sucks. that because I everybody I know is shattered. And yeah. I've seen people with that absolutely spider webbed, shattered screen. Yep, yep. Just dealing with it forever, and I've gotten so lucky. I've never had now today. I'll drop it. <laughs> yes, you will. I'll yeah, break you've, it. You've broken the. You know. Well, I didn't have a case on. I will say that, but but I had a uh, droid for like my entire life up until this year, and I never broke it. It was always fine. Two days with an iPhone, and it was cracked. Boom. Yeah, but it's that's user error. Yes. <laughs> oh, completely. Error, I was yeah. filming something and dropped. But so I wonder if when I got the screen replaced, it didn't like fully meld or something like that and the know. water got in there. Mm-hmm. Alright, well anyhow, try out this uh try out this hack. It might save you a little bit of uh time here and there. All right, what else? 
Uh, let's see. Earlier this week, the American Kennel Club has announced that uh, they they have uh, released information on what is the most popular dog breed. The breed is this the breed of the year, or just the most popular? Popular, okay. and it's it is even though I don't own one, it is my favorite. Oh, you looked at this? Well, yeah, I've seen it. I, I mean. I'm I'm all about dogs all the time. So okay, I already know about. All this. right, so it's a Labrador Retriever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is the is the most popular. Uh, they announced that uh, French Bulldogs are now recognized as the second most popular purebred. I see in America. a ton of French Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Jillian Millie, who used to be on uh, NBC here and is now in uh, Fox uh, News. Uh, she uh, she's got the cutest puppy in post pictures. They just had that face. They're adorable. Yeah, they're adorable. I uh, I. <laughs> I'll just disagree. I don't like French bulldogs. I don't like um, pugs. You oh, you that that kind of flat face. You don't yeah. like that. Oh, I think pugs are cute as hell. I, uh, bulldogs, I can kind of dig because they got that that weird little underbite or whatever. But I just never. I don't know what it is, man. That's how I am with corgis. Yeah. I think corgis are weird. That little waddle. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like corgis. Stout. Yeah. I mean, it's cute when they're puppies, but when they're older and they just yeah. Uh, French uh, Frenchies were also recognized as the favorite purebred for pet owners in Los Angeles for the third year running. I wonder why that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yep. Lady Gaga just had her stolen. She just did, yes. They got them back. They're, they're super expensive, uh, French are, Bulldogs. Oh, really? Yeah, Purebreds? I, yes, because uh, my friend just told me this. You, uh, the, the mothers have to get a C-section to okay. birth the, the babies. Now, they can have real breathing problems. Yes. I don't know about French Bulldogs in particular, but I know Bulldog o- overall just breathe. Just general, yeah. Like, that's what they're kind of... <laughs> they kind of sound like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it can be a real problem. Uh, like, they can get apnea and stuff like that. Uh, so the breed is so popular that it knocked the German Shepherd, this is the the French Bulldog, uh, which was held had held the second place since 2009 out to third... Well, the Golden Retriever and Bulldog rounded out the fourth and fifth spots. I love German Shepherds, too. Respectively. Uh, for the Labrador Retriever, this was the 30th straight year at the top of the list. It's just people wow. just, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's rare you find someone who doesn't like that breed. Oh, I don't care for them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like bigger dogs. Oh, you don't? Uh, yeah. And, and all the labs that I've been around are real... Uh, jumpy. They step on my nuts. Yeah. I mean, like, anything that steps on your nuts, you're not going to like. And and they're, and it's always laps. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. They jump up on you and they plant right on my boys and I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's last lab, uh, his name was Joey and he was the greatest dog ever. I mean, he, and I loved Hershey. That was, that was my puppy that I got for my birthday when I was a kid. But this, this dog was gorgeous. Just a beautiful, beautiful dog, but also just so well trained. And she, I mean, she worked hard with them, but, it also a lot of that just sort of came easy to him. He was it was just sort of second nature. All right. Well, that is the tops again for thirty years. All right. Another story. Oh boy. Virtual reality sex. Virtual reality sex is what I'm trying to say. Uh, no longer the stuff of science fiction, and now anyone can explore VR sex to the fullest with the ridiculously affordable Titan VR experience from Kiru. Uh, the centerpiece of the Titan VR experience is the Titan itself. Kiru's Titan Stroker is the first <laughs> yeah. and best interactive vibrating stroker that works in conjunction with virtual reality or all on its own. So you're seeing the image of somebody who is uh, you're having sex with and then 
Okay, we're looking at the device right now. So it's basically, it yeah. goes on your unit as the person in the VR set is doing what they're doing. I'll give you the full description of yeah. this. Uh, the, the, this handheld stroker offers users an incredible level of sensation that might just make the old way of enjoying adult video content seem like something <laughs> out of prehistoric caveman times. Of course it would. So how does it work? How does Titan achieve these unparalleled sensations? Yeah. Well, they come from nine bullet-shaped vibrating motors within the Titan's real feel sleeve. Uh, spend a little time with the Titan and you'll be a fan for life, they say on the website, as its touch-sensitive control pads bring responsiveness that leaves any other comparable stroker in the dust. <laughs> How many comparable strokers are there? Is also, this a large section of the industry? Got a playmate over the internet with two Titans. Partners can control the sensations and feelings you experience through your own Titan with a hair trigger level of sensitivity Almost as if they were in the same room. I'll ask this delicately. Um, and, and I appreciate innovation as much as yeah. the next guy. I think uh, advancing technology is a good thing. However, um, is can anybody love you like you can love you? <laughs> you know, like you know your body. I haven't. I've never tried anything like this because my, my game's pretty good. Yeah. yeah I, I get I mean, rave reviews for myself. I've been practicing for a pretty yeah. long time. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know what I'm doing. Rating. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. gave myself well, a five. Yes. If you check, look me up on Yelp, I have a rave review. <laughs> the bottom line is you know exactly what you want to yeah. feel at that time. At, at every moment. You don't think yes. a, uh, you don't think that a, uh, an auto suck is going to. Do that as well, right? I think you should go on Canva and make a uh, image. It says, "Find yourself somebody who loves you like you love All you." All right, yeah, that, <laughs> I that's just my new emoji. Uh, um, okay, so the, the artificial feeling—I don't know what a feeling. <laughs> and what does it feel like? In other words, what 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 we're just going to have to get one. You, you can make. It, it says it's one hundred ninety-nine bucks. Right. You can make something warm. You can make it wet. Um, but you can't make it. You feel, can't give it a heart. You can't give it a heart, man. <laughs> also. Toys for men are just different than toys for women. But I don't even know if toys for women, they I don't even think they replicate the right thing. Well, I mean, the only the, way the, the, to find well, out is to try. No, I, I, we knew a gal who was, uh, th- that was her thing, man, vibrators. Yeah. Loved them. Yeah. She had said she had, it's almost like Steve in... Uh, in the Kingsman, when he takes him into the room with all the things on the walls, <laughs> right, right, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, she yeah. had a, a cabinet, she would open up with two doors and just vibrators all over the walls, all, all kinds, all over the doors yeah. for when you're driving, for when you're at your your desk at work. <laughs> so I, I think it's a different story for women. No, case. no, no. So do I. I think. Oh, there it is. She just opened the door. Yep. No, I agree. I think it's better for women. I just don't think it has. You know, it's. It, it's easier, you're saying, to ain't, replicate. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I know women like where, where uh, it is much better than the real thing. That the women, some women can yes. cross the finish line without mm. some artificial help. I've mm-hmm. heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right around on that side. Yeah. Uh, so apparently it's the app that gives this device the ability to vibrate in time with thousands of adult videos. Uh, it's programmed in virtual reality haptic interfaces allow you to feel like you're in the middle of the on-screen action. These sensations can be enjoyed with both 3D VR content and regular 2D videos, and more are being made all the time. So a quick question, and just on the specifics of this, and I don't know if they've given any explanation of how this is actually executed. So say one is the recipient of mouth uh, pleasures. Mm -hmm. In the VR um, setup, if one's wearing the goggles, does one look down and see the top of the... Probably. Uh, okay. Mm. I'm guessing. Right? Yeah, because yeah, it's VR goggles as well. 
and then this uh, the stroker. It's right. called that you put on, and then it's got the uh, the nine bullet shaped motors, which means it can be all over the area. Sure, yeah. very specific areas can be targeted as you're watching said video. There's a top-level one called the Stroker Ace, Presta, which has a mm. Burt Reynolds picture on the side of it. Big mustache yeah, on yeah. the front of it. I got a Stroker Ace story, but I have a question for you guys. Um, of course you do. I did, well, yeah, I got a story for everything. It's actually a terrible memory. But anyway, um, let me ask you guys, when, if you can recall, when you first started uh, exploring with yourself, yes. mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if this just was the way I was raised and, you know, uh, it was a sin and stuff like that, but did... Did it take a little while for you guys to be okay with doing that to yourselves? I think. Or did you have a lot of guilt with it? Once. Uh, I, had lot, I, I had some guilt with it. Yeah. yeah. Did you? I, well, yeah. Am I not supposed to be doing this? Yeah. yeah. So and- once I felt support from the audience, <laughs> I, I think I was good. Well, listen, yeah. and, and at that time, too, it, it, it's, it's much more accepted now. Yeah. Uh, if you were. If word got around that you had been doing that to yourself, it was, uh, it was a bad, it was yeah. a negative thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so when it comes to using an apparatus for gentlemen, yeah, I, I kind of have that same feeling. Like, mm, you're not naughty. supposed to be doing you're this. Naughty. Yeah, yeah kind of. But, but the thing is, is that, um, it's like the scene in, uh, in, uh, Austin Powers where he's got his, his pump. Swedish yeah. made penis enlarges <laughs> and me. It's my kind of bag, baby. Like if this were my thing, right? That's not I, mine. It's not mine. It's not mine. I don't think I would readily admit this to people. You know what I mean? Like where is the other thing? You know, when you're just kind of with yourself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Using a tool? I know what yeah. you're saying. A device, an apparatus? Yeah. yeah. If I used an apparatus, I don't think. Because that's would... only that's only a step away from a real doll or something <laughs> like that, right? Yeah, yeah. that I can't. You know? That yeah. I, I, listen, I, I that to me is, and I've never been an apparatus guy. I've, I've you know, the, the way that the, the pioneers did it, yeah. uh, with your hands. But uh, so a piece of wood, Nick. Let me ask you: <laughs> when you had the the Stump. the, uh, the halfsies. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> on a flashlight. Yeah, you want to go have these on a flashlight? No, Brian, I do not. No, no. I, I can answer that question right now. Yeah. Yeah. He was looking to, to save some money. That was Nothing a- like the frugal pervert. Right, yeah. Have any of you guys watched the little Dickie show? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, and, yeah. He, ha- and he pulls out the legs. Yes. It's like... A, what does closet. this explain? It's a... Um, it's it, like it's half rubber, a torso. Yeah, it's like rubber legs and a butt yeah. with all the things right. in there. They have those. Women have those, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve, um, uh, you know the character... Yes, they do. From, yeah, he's, yeah. From, he's from Philly, and um, so he keeps this thing in his closet, and for a stretch, the only way that he can achieve a certain level is by having a, quote-unquote, oh sexual relationship with that. Oh, so my was, God. That was the first time I've seen one of those in... All right. I saw a text. I totally, yeah, okay. This is, yep, yep. I can I can relate with this. It says, I never had guilt, only regret using liquid soap the first time. Oh. Thought my stuff was on fire when I tried <laughs> to pee later on. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's funny. And you learn. Soap is slightly corrosive to sensitive areas on the skin if you leave it on there too long. Yep. And uh, and especially, I don't want to get too Well, because I was first. using dish soap press in the first time, <laughs> I, I also used Brillo. And I thought, oh, my God, that was a mistake. Wow! Yikes! Yeah, listen, you got to get in there. You got to. Yeah. You got to. You got to. <laughs> you got to find these things out on your own. <laughs> um, but yeah, Casey, there's definitely a stigma involved with uh, using outside yeah, apparatus. If you're if, a guy, I think and using I, them outside. Yeah, but if if I knew somebody that admitted to using these things, I yeah. don't know if I would <laughs> judge them or not. You sure they wouldn't kiss their hands? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, all right, do I have time? For- um. Uh, 
I don't. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Right, I'm going to move some things around here, Preston. Okay. I thought you said I'm going to moose some things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do. I'll Why be... don't you forget the moose? For I'm going to do moment. for a moment. Why don't you forget <laughs> the moose for a moment? We haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to mention this. I'm going to see if somebody can uh, text or to either text in or, or call in uh, to let me know what they're what they're if they have a if you have a cool title in your in your job in a your position. cool title in your job. The reason being is because uh, Elon Musk uh, earlier this week uh, in a filing with his latest um, his least favorite regulator, this is the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, uh, he disco- disclosed that he is adding the title. Of techno king of Tesla, that is his title now, because he can't be chairperson. There's right. a reason why oh. he can't. There was a thing that happened a while back with his tweets, and it was causing the the stock to go up and down. So they penalized him and said he couldn't be, uh, you know, he couldn't have this title that he right. had before. Uh, but yes, yeah, so his his actual working title is techno king mm-hmm. of Tesla, and then there's a. Um, it also said that Chief Financial Officer Zach Kirkhorn had taken the title of. Master of Coin. <laughs> That's, very good. That's from uh, they. They had that in uh, Game of Thrones. Master uh, of Coin. Master of Coin was, right. was one of the titles. So I didn't know if they had that, but I was wondering if anybody had any interesting titles that they have. You feel free to text or call two one five two six three WMMR. You gave me one once that I held on to. What? Um, it was at our St. Patrick's Day broadcast when I made the the helmets with the buckets on top of yeah. them. And I think you called me the arts and crafts coordinator for the Ooh. Preston and Steve show. All right. I that's a good that one. Fun. I like that. Yeah. And that's probably somebody's real title. Sure. Yeah. Our buddy John Brazier has a great one. The direct, yeah. director of fun and games for the Philadelphia yeah. Phillies. I, I, I was always jealous of John's job, but then the job title is also pretty bad. And also his personal relationship with elephants was a, <laughs> yeah well he'll never live that one down uh but but titles like these the thing that uh brett hamilton and i at y100 would do when i would see him is we'd, we'd call each other by different titles yeah. and it would either be like governor or chancellor right or, yeah and then we would have to try and dive deep and find other unique things to try and call each other burgermeister uh yeah, yeah. exactly stuff like that so we we started rolling through a, a variety of those things well this is a good one director of operations at a uh, brewing company oh, okay i like that That's oh cute. like um at uh at the uh, dispensaries, marijuana dispensaries. What They're they? called bud tenders. Oh. Bud tenders. Oh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which I think some legitimately that's their title. Uh, let me see here. Smoke tender, somebody says. Oh, at like a smoke shop oh, or like a cigar shop. shop. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I refer myself as power powder coating Steve. I don't know what that means. Huh. Okay. Slave. Oh. Who knows, dude? All right, hang on a second. Let me go to um, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up, buddy? So, yeah, do you have this title, or is it somebody you know? Uh, Director of Township Agronomy is my title. Ah, Director of Township Agronomy. And what 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 are are your job requirements? Well, um, education in uh, agronomy, managing uh, turf grass and horticultural plants, and I basically oversee uh, the parks and athletic fields and golf course. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Agronomy. All right. Interesting. That's like greenskeepers uh, are no longer called greenskeepers, and I thought of that because he had mentioned the the, the turf and everything. They're they're known as um, superintendents. Superintendents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, Let me go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Good morning, sir. All right, Brian, do you have an interesting title? 
Uh, yeah, so I'm a learning ambassador with uh, Amazon Logistics. Learning ambassador from Am- with, of, of uh, Amazon Logistics. So what exactly do you do? So um, when we have uh, new hires who come in, we'll actually uh, – learning ambassadors are responsible for training them uh, on day one. And throughout uh, their time at Amazon, we'll teach them how to do uh, other positions like water spidering, which is just you open and close pallets out for them and stuff like that. That's called water – what is that called? A water spider. So it's uh, just one of the jobs that you do when you work at the warehouse. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, those things are like the, the warehouses, the Amazon warehouses. If you ever pass by one, they're oh, gigantic. They're Thanks. Here's here's one. Uh, I like this one. It says uh, the schnozzle of Dangforth. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I think they're making it up, but I did like that. Uh, there's a lot of people that are sending in jokey ones. Um, but uh, let me see here. Yeah, they're all jokes. So, never mind. <laughs> Go past this part. Yeah. Never play this part again. You're looking for legit ones. Uh, yeah, to see legit if there's interesting ones yeah. that I'd never heard of before. Uh, yeah, we, like like Pickle Pusher. Yeah, I don't think we're going to go with that. Yeah. Or Turd Burglar. Or what about that? The, the, the Fudge Packer? The Bader. Um, the yeah, master. master Bader? Master yeah. Debater. And uh, the Fishery. Mm. Here's a couple on uh, Indeed. The Herder of Canines. The herder of canines. A dog walker? Yeah. Oh, so these are jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they're like cutesy. We actually did one day, we had people call in with their job titles and tried to guess exactly what they do. Right. Uh, because a lot of times, a lot of times in lieu of a raise, they'll give you a highfalutin title. Yeah, here's uh, Peter, who has an interesting one. Hey, Peter, good morning. Good morning, Durka Durka. Durka Durka, sir. All right, so this is you or a friend who has this title? It's a buddy of mine, old friend. All right, and? So he's a uh, at Stanford University. He's a professor of, of geology, but his subtitle is Professor of Waves and Beaches. Ooh. Uh, his uh, field research is in Barbados, and he's a surfer. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice gig. Yeah, that's a hell of a nice gig. Does that for a living? Yep. Yep. Good yeah, on he, him. He lectures, you know, and then he does research in Barbados as he surfs. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. got to be a high-pressure gig. All right, thanks, man. I'm, I'm very jealous. Yeah, of course. Imagine. Appreciate it. I kind of like this one. First impression director. Okay. For a receptionist. Okay. For your business. Yeah. Yeah. You can give him that title instead of a raise, like Steve was saying. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, I can put that on my business card and impress no one. All right. Uh, anyhow, you can now call uh, Elon Musk the techno king of Tesla. Yeah. And his uh, CFO is the master of coin. All right, with that, we have to break. Anyway, let's give away some beers. Oh, I got some beer yeah. to give to you. Yeah, because Victory has given us uh, several cases of beer to give away. And we'll take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR if you're at least 21 years of age. And we'll give you a case of Victory Brewing's new 6% Hazy IPA Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose. Now available in 12 packs at Parkway Corner on 22nd and Spring Garden in Philly. To learn more about this beer and its mission, you can victorybeer.com. You can visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers. We'll take a break and be right back. 93.3 WMMR, now available at radio.com while supplies last. Uh, we got a guest on the line. Uh, Do we? We had mentioned, uh, yes, in the morning, very, very early in the morning. She would never hear this because it's like, you know, 6 o'clock, 6.30 when we do that. But uh, as we ask our stupid question, we wait for the answers to the trivia question to come in. 
Uh, we'll go through whose celebrity birthdays are for today. And we mentioned her this morning. We got her on the line. Nice. It's Cecily Tynan's Yay! birthday today. So we welcome Cecily from 6ABC. Good morning, Cecily. Good morning. I, I admit I did not hear that. I'm actually still lying in bed right now. I, of course. Of course. dogs wrestling on top of me. <laughs> You shouldn't even go to work today. It's your birthday for crying out loud. No, I'm not. I took off. There you go. And here we are waking you up on your your day off, man. I'm going to go back to sleep anyhow. Wow. Uh, Well, first of all, happy birthday to you. Are there any special celebrations you and the family are going to be doing today? You know, just um, my daughter and I are going to get facials. And then then I'm going to have my husband pick up sushi. Ah. Much so it. you're getting sushi facials. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cecily, what's yeah. your favorite sushi joint? Um, um, sorry, I just woke up, so I'm not <laughs> thinking right now. Um, Tamaki in Media on Olive Street is amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, really, really good. That's right. Best sushi I've had, and I've had sushi in many different places, many different cities, and I still think it's the best. Sushi is kind of, that's when, when Michelle and I want to go for, like, you know, dinner, the, just the two of us. We almost always uh, go for sushi. You well, just... I, I found that the problem, problem sorry. <laughs> Dog fight! Hey, Luke, I'm on the radio. The problem with having... I don't know why my dogs bark at my kids. It's so funny. Um, the problem with having teenagers is that, like, when my kids, when they first started liking sushi, yeah. I was all like, oh, this is wonderful. You know, my kids have sophisticated palates. And now, you know, I have a 15-year-old or 13-year-old. We go to sushi with teenagers. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like $300. My <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah a couple of our kids like, like sushi, too, and... And, yes, when you get the bill, you're like, dear yeah. God. Well, that's a, my, my son will keep ordering, you know, the expensive rolls. And my, my husband will say, no, you have to eat an entire bowl of rice. Yeah, he'll get the bluefin yeah, yeah. Uh, sashimi, so before you, costs you an arm and a leg. Before you head over, the rule should be at the uh, at the household is that everyone eats one full turkey leg, and then you head over there. <laughs> exactly. Or at least a bowl of cereal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to kill the hunger. Right. You know, it's funny. I was thinking as I'm lying here waiting to go on the radio with you. Um, I've known you like half my life now. <laughs> very close to that. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we've both been here like 25 years. I'm 52 now, so not quite, but pretty close to that. I was reminiscing, uh, Cecily, about us knowing each other all these years, and um, because we had seen that uh, in a. Um, uh, it was a website that had declared Chesterbrook the number one place in America to live. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and where I used you, to live. You used to live there, and that's where I went to that infamous uh, New Year's Eve party where I brought the taco dip uh, <laughs> to your black tie party. Um, it was but, an amazing taco dip. Yeah. Now, listen, it was gone by the time yeah. we left. I'll tell sure. you that. And there was sushi at that party, too. <laughs> I kid you not. Ice yeah. sculptures and sushi. So, um... But yeah, do you have, I mean, that's, would you, does that sound about right? The best place in America to live, Chesterbrook? Um, you know, I really liked it because it's, it's so close, you know, as, as an exerciser, it's so close to Valley Forge Park. Right. Um, it's, it's close, you know, there, there's the Gateway Shopping Center, if they still call it that, um, right there with good shopping. You're, you're close to King of Prussia Mall. And I mean, like the, in the Philadelphia area, you're, about an hour and a half from the shore, about an hour and a half from the Poconos. Yeah. So, I mean, it's up there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I loved it. It was so convenient. And, they're, you know, 
you get some uh, townhouses that don't cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I always thought it was yeah. cool. I was just surprised it was named, you know, over uh, the, the the second and third ones were both in Santa Monica, California. I was like, wow. Okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like the San Diego area, hmm, it's hard to keep. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, it depends on what you like, but it wasn't good enough to keep you there, right? <laughs> you had to leave. Well, I yeah. mean, I. I don't live too far away. Okay. I mean, I hey, stay. I live in the area. I wanted to ask how your daughter Emma is doing. She she broke her leg, right? Yeah. You know, she's just she had an appointment at shop this morning, and she's leaving there now. And so she, I mean, she didn't even just just break it. She she fractured it her tibia in three places. Wait this, a second. Was, uh, did you make her hitchhike over to shop? <laughs> no, no. You know, I actually witnessed it. It was she was training. Yeah. Um, at where my kids are in the ski team at Jack Frost, and she's a really good skier. She skis better on one ski than than I ski on two skis. And so she was doing one ski drills, uh, but it was a really heavy wet snow, and that's when it's really dangerous. And they had they had this slalom course set up, and what are called stubbies. They don't have the, the big gates, but they right. have these little ones. And um, and she asked her coach if she could put her other ski on to do the studies and he said oh why don't you just do it on one ski and um i'm not blaming the coach but um (laughs) so my daughter's like oh i don't know she said oh i I did and i I saw her and so she and her friends did on one ski they all fell i was on the ski lift watching didn't look particularly uh violent but her ski didn't come off and just the way she fell um had to get ski patrol and take her down on sled and three places um tibia fractured that's the bad news the good news is uh her doctor at shop told her today she's she's in a walking boot mm-hmm. she can start weaning herself off of the walking boot and can start physical therapy next week nice. so did they, did it's, they have to... it's been 11 weeks did they have to put a rod in or anything like that yeah they had to wow. put like what they call a nail and so next year she'll have to have surgery and get it taken out too but she <sighs> And then, and then you have like six to eight weeks therapy. Wow. But um, but she wants to get through ski season before that. So, and she should be able to be be doing sports and stuff, you know, later this spring and and skiing next season. So. I had no idea that they did one ski drills. What the hell is that, that about? Yeah. Well, God you gave know, you two feet. So it's 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 really helping the situation where a lot of times when you are racing. Things yeah. go wrong, and yeah. you end up on one ski, and to, to help balance, and it helps the edging. And uh, but you know, it's a shame. But but in ski racing, these these things happen. <laughs> Whenever yeah. you go to a race, you see at least one kid, you know, on crutches. Oh, it's so, dangerous, man. You know, no question. Yeah, it really is. It, it's one of these things. You know, as a parent, I was like, oh, I'd rather it be me. You know, I hate this. <laughs> but not really. Happen. Yeah, because <laughs> that would really hurt a lot. Cecily, <laughs> I wanted to ask you about a, a tweet that you sent out at twelve seventeen. You know, after work last night, and you just got a really nice text from Dave Roberts, which made me smile this morning. You know, it's so cool that he thought of you. You know, you, you crossed the border from yesterday into today, and uh, the first text you get is from him. And that was just it's a sweet and kind gesture. It was literally at the at the stroke of midnight, I got a text from him. And he's just the sweetest person. And, you know, I, I know it sounds all sappy, but we really are a family at Action News. And, you know, he's, he retired years ago. And we still keep in touch. And I just thought it was so nice. And, you know, I'm, I I forget my best friend's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're, you're the delinquent friend. But the, uh, <laughs> I'm the worst, yeah. I started actually buying belated birthday cards ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. In advance of missed birthdays, you have a pack of belated birthday cards. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And do you, you know, do you do, do you keep like 
five or six set gifts at the house ready, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. just so you have a backup. I sure, it's just bottles of wine. Okay, much. yeah. yeah. That, oh, sure. man, Cecily, I forget my kids' birthdays. That's how bad I am. Like, I mean, like what the ber- the date is. I don't even... <laughs> yeah, I do that I think too, it's whatever. June right. 19th. I'm not sure. What what, what, yeah. what are your kids' birthdays, Cecily? Uh, my son is January 20th, 2006, and my daughter's is September 17th, 2007. All right, Preston? Uh, oh, what, you're going to put me on the spot? <laughs> yeah. Parker's Parker's is August 8th of 2000. Carter's is June 19th of of 2002, I want to say. And then Caroline's is April 26th of 2007. It could be all. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Shell, Kathy's not here if you're listening, so you can text me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll, she might be listening right now. I don't know. As the children are weeping. Yeah. Um, and so everybody's in sports in your family, right? Luke as well? Yeah, my, my son, he's really into ski racing too, uh, soccer, and now he started lacrosse. He's in high school. So he's playing for the high school team. Yeah, and um, and my daughter, in addition to ski racing, cross country, um, soccer. Oh, they both are on a dive team in the summer too. You know, it, which, which as a parent is 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 really scary to watch. Well, you're all very active. I think like if you ever saw Revenge of the Nerds, you should have one kid who's like booger. The, the, <laughs> yeah. You, what if what if one of them wasn't into yeah. uh, this stuff? Would you would you try to steer them in that direction? No, you know, I just I think that they they they've always been really active, and they you know, my my have son they had was, no choice. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's just my they just they move a lot, and I, I guess you know I guess it's a genes. My son as a baby was climbing out of his crib, and it wasn't even one. And speaking and, in full and, sentences too. We yes, yes. before he was right. one, right. six weeks. He was six weeks old when he was saying hello. Yeah, he was actually <laughs> filling in for Jim Gardner by the age of five. <laughs> Which is amazing. We actually have that audio. I have that audio if you want to hear all the way back. Here we go. Hello. Yeah, that was you, Right, and here we go. And that was him, yes. Hello. Listen. (laughs) That is cute, though. That was, he was uh, totally saying hello. <laughs> he's totally <laughs> saying hello. He's, tell- he's saying you. sushi is what he's saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's saying California roll. Right, right. Wow. <laughs> well, anyway, we just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, so we figured oh, we'd pop on here you. real quick, not knowing it was your day off. So, yeah. You know. We're glad we were able to ruin it. <laughs> First day of spring tomorrow, too, right? So you're going to have a nice weekend? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it arrives at 5. 20 or no 5 37 in the morning my mom's birthday is tomorrow and so and 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 so i'm going to do something she can't hang out with a family but i can go in and see her so i'm going to do something special for her and Uh then my son has soccer games all weekend so last weekend it was ski racing this weekend it's soccer you know if you can bring her a covid friendly uh, male uh, stripper that'd be great one of the chippendales guys (laughs) (laughs) bring her a chippendales guys in a yeah (laughs) yeah in a hazmat suit it'd be absolutely uh acceptable (laughs) That's funny. <laughs> she would love that. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy your birthday weekend, hey, Cecily. Thank you. All right. Thanks for making me laugh. You guys are the best. All right. Happy take birthday! Care. Cecily Tynan. That's funny. The perspective she says that we've known her for half of her life. We've had yeah. we've had a relationship with her. We for have half, all the way back half of her life. Yeah. That first year we were together, I think, is when we uh, uh, first had her on and got her in a little bit of trouble. Because we did. Uh, we were talking about uh, we were talking about farting, and she had said that the, her and her husband like to play Dutch oven. Oh my god! 
Uh, and and we got uh, apparently some listeners uh, or some viewers didn't like that. It's so benign. Oh, I know. It's such a. My wife and I have tons of fun with fart jokes and fart rituals. Yeah. It's part of the deal. That's how you know. You know. That's you're that's in the love. you're in the zone. Is that the same year you set her on fire? Nope. No. We, no. Uh, well, come, no. No. The, the, no. It was the following, following year. Following year. Yeah. Then. We always wait till the second year before we burn our friends alive. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh. What? Uh, Shell said you got him right. Oh, wow. Ah! Thank God. <laughs> Even the years? She said you, you, he was right. So. Okay. All right. Do you want me to, like, like screenshot oh, that? Oh, wait. No, it's just, he's it right out of his goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> it just says, Rochelle, Wils- Rochelle, he was right. He was right? Yeah, you may want to You may want to say that. I think it's harder remembering how old they are rather than their actual When old they are. <laughs> no. Oh, that's no. interesting. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, mine are all, like, you know... When you get them in the sweet spot, they're all two years apart. Yeah. But then when one has a birthday, then you're like, okay, well, what does that mean the other people are? Oh, I totally <laughs> know yeah. what you mean. Yes. yes. Depending on what, where in the year you are mm-hmm. uh, is where the age difference. If you're just going by years. Yeah. Of course, you can always do months if you want to. you got to do the Logan's Run system, and everyone would have like a gem in their palm that has a different color for every yeah. year. So right now I'm in the sweet <laughs> spot. They're all two years apart. They're, uh, it's 11, 13, 15. You ever going to depart it. from that? <laughs> yes. In June. I'm going to make uh, one of them six years older. In June, it's going to switch everything up. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, listen, we were going to have um, James Van Riemsdyk on, but uh, he unfortunately can't make it. But I do want to mention, because Cecily had said Chop, where her yes. daughter was going, is that he's got an event, and it's Cheers for Chop. It's a virtual experience on uh, Saturday. It's tomorrow. Uh, it's 7.30, so if you do a search on Cheers for Chop, you'll be able to help out with that. It's all up on WMR.com. Excellent. So they have a silent auction that is live now with some really cool items like DeBruno's baskets and some city things. So I highly recommend it. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break? But as we take a break, let's give away some Tuggy Bagan. God Schultz is here. It's uh, really good stuff, too. Yeah. They brought some it's a breakfast configuration. They and brought it's good. Uh, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. That's what it was. Uh, chips and bacon guacamole and mm. maple bacon donuts as well. Um, so caller number seven you get a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of God Scholl's Turkey Bacon. 215-263-WMMR, our number. We'll come back. We'll get into the bizarre file no. when we return. Oh. All right. I was playing the uh, action news theme. When we return, we'll be right back. Stay with us. And we still have to hear Casey's uh, stroke race story. Yeah, the uh, scars yeah. for life. Yeah, we'll be back in a moment. <laughs> The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. I'm going to do a couple of shout outs here, but before I do that, I should have brought this up earlier, but I, I don't want it to get too far away from uh, uh, when I got this email, which was actually last week. But um, this is from a guy named Jeffrey. He said, hey, Preston, my name is Jeff. I work as a school bus driver in Ms. Romano's favorite uh, district, CSD. I pass an electronic sign that flashes a different message every few seconds, and one that caught my attention was an apology from Vince to Kayla. (laughs) Maybe with the awesome power of your fine station, you could put it out there and see if the apology was accepted or not, because it's driving them crazy. From Vince to Kayla. Yes. Did Kayla accept Vince's apology is what he's wondering. That's pretty creative. I'm impressed by that. Says, have enjoyed your station since the beginning of 1968, Jeff. Hmm. I wonder what the apology was and what's for. I don't know. It may have been, you know, you spending too much on billboards. You t- 
Was it an electronic <laughs> billboard? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I assume so. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. There's a line, Steve, in in the song uh, New York Minute by yes. um, in Don, Don Henley. Henley. And he goes, uh, he's talking about, you know, he's walking through Central Park and he goes, and on some solitary rock, some desperate lover left his mark. And it said, baby, I've changed. Please come home. Right. You know, I always thought that was kind of an interesting desperation for right. someone to put something out like that. Now, either one of one of a few different things, but one of them is... Uh, your intentions are true, and they, this is a really special thing, and it shouldn't be. Or you effed up really bad Royally. and did something stupid, hmm. and you might be an idiot that is trying to be a bit of a stalker. I don't know. There used to be s- someone had gotten out in the Palisades in New York along the cliffside, and it was, I remember it, it was Donna, I'm sorry. Hmm. Like it, it, in in um, red paint. Yeah. In one of those places where you say, how did they get there? How did they okay. get out there? Okay. But you could see it going over the bridge, and it was pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. You know that song is not on YouTube, New York Minute, the Don Henley version of it, for whatever reason? I wonder reason. why. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because of pr- proprietary things or, like, it, it, it's He's individual. real protective yeah. of his material. But I love that song. Oh, and it's I just a fantastic Went song. searching for it on, on YouTube, and uh, it has never been posted, or I, if it has, it's been removed. Wow. But I wonder, Steve, if Donna ever saw that and she was either like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. He really means it. Or like, oh, my God. What an idiot. Yeah. Would you please leave me alone? Mm-hmm. I have told you yes. time and time again yes. to back off. You're my dry cleaner. <laughs> I'm not emotionally attached to you. All right. I found one Twitter thread that addresses this. A okay. lot of people saw it. There's a bunch of texts coming in, too. Go ahead. All right. There's a ju- this is just a rumor, but it says rumor is that he cheated with her sister. Oh! oh. Okay. Now, is that's that a rumor. It's hard to come back from. Very much a rumor, but that's the only thing I see out there, so that's what we get. Okay. It's hard to come back from that. Uh, somebody says, uh, the billboard is up the street for me. Somebody says, uh, else says, everyone is trying to figure it out. Oh, that's the same person. So wherever this is in their neighborhood, uh, they're trying to figure out. Who it is and what what the story was that went on. Oh, there's another billboard down the road that says you f much better than your sister. (laughs) Wow! But it's also started a hashtag that just says buy Vince. So oh, all right. Uh, It says electronic billboard at the corner of Street Road and Jacksonville Road in Warminster. Is that what they're referring to? Marissa, did you uh, mention something in in traffic that that uh, said Rock Ridge? Yes. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, somebody said, what, was Hattie Lamar in an accident? Yeah, it was two references, Preston. There was two other, two, uh, what, what else did you mention Uh-oh. in that? We had Rock Ridge and something else you'd mention. In today's, tra- in that last traffic? Yeah. Um, Rock Ridge, Matlock? Mo- Matlock? Matlock? Matlock. Matlock Street? Yeah, Matlock. Matlock. And, yeah, Matlock yeah, Street. I say Matlock. Matlock. Yeah, okay. and Rock Ridge. All right, anyhow, uh, I don't know if we'll ever know the the, the fate of uh, Vince and Kayla. It's kind of like uh, Tommy and Gina. Yeah. You know? They used yeah. to work at the dock, right? That's, well, he did. Okay, yeah. She and worked the diner all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. dude. Wow. Right. Or Brendan and Eddie. Uh, they were the yeah. popular studies. The king and the queen of the prom. Yeah. <laughs> I played I played that yeah. song from for Carter yesterday because okay. I had uh, <laughs> uh, put on some Billy Joel, and he heard a song. I think it was You May Be Right or whatever. He's, or... or no, you heard Uptown yeah. Girl. He's like, I didn't know this was Billy Joel. He's not familiar yeah, with yeah. the whole catalog. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, I was, and then then a, a rock, one of the more rock versions of his, or one of his earlier songs came on. He's like, wow, I didn't know he played music like this. I'm like, well, let me play you my favorite song from Billy Joel. And I put on scenes from an Italian right, reference. Right, 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 yeah. Just yeah. listening to the story of Brenda and Eddie, 
yesterday. Oh. I, so I did that for Casey, and she she didn't hate it, but she wasn't like, oh, this is amazing. Carter wasn't that impressed either. Yeah. You know? It's I mean, of a it's time. brilliant. Which yeah. is weird, because, like, you know, she You want them to be the popular well, studies. No, but, you know, she listens to... Uh, oh gosh, uh, the the uh, amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, like the Andrew oh. Lloyd Webber. There's like an eight minute song at the end, and I'm like, you like this, but you don't like. It's not that? the way to win them over. I know. Yeah, well, I just think it. I don't By the way, that. I did share. I was telling the story of uh, Billy Joel and MMR's relationship yes. with Carter. He was very impressed with that, ah. and the whole Captain Jack, and right. how it was that version that. Got him interested. He was about ready to quit the business. Yes, that's right. Because they had recorded his album at the wrong speed, and he came here and performed. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, so he recorded uh, Captain Jack here, and that started catching traction and reignited his interest and the record company's interest and kind of got him back on track. I mean, he would have been a star no matter what, yes. but it was a stepping off point that MMR was kind of a linchpin in that. So. Uh, Carter was very impressed with that. That is cool. See, sometimes story. you're going to impress your kids. Yeah, 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 that can happen. All right, anyway, shout outs, right? All right, hey, so uh, this is, hey, bitch, uh, on March 1st, my wife gave me a shout out and made me feel like the aftermath of one because I've been saying for years that I would request one for her, and after hearing it, she made sure I heard it and then uh, called everyone she knows to play it for them and even clipped it on her Facebook and Instagram. That's awesome. She listens to all your podcasts. I normally get a daily recap that starts out with, guess what I heard? I'm pressing Steve today. <laughs> That's great. Which is why I told her I was going to put that on her tombstone. Mm-hmm. Can you help her brother out? It doesn't matter when, because she listens to all your podcasts, but could you give my caring, thoughtful, beautiful, loving wife, Shauna A. McClure, a big, long, juicy shout-out, Love you, babe. And that's from John McClure. So a shout out for you. And then uh, this one's a uh, follow-up from Ashley. Uh, She said, I got my port put in for chemo. I'm doing great. We have a wonderful medical team, and I have really positive positive prognosis. Good. Can I have a shout out for my awesome partner, Kevin, my parents, Mike, and Lisa, and my coworkers at ReMed for having me back? So, of course you can. So, here's a shard-out. And then one last one, and this is uh, kind of a shard-out, I believe. Um, this is from it's Mark Squirt. Deer. Nope. He uh. said, um, uh, well, this weekend, the family was listening to the latest Daily Rush, and our youngest is laughing so hard that she snorted. This ultimately, this ultimate untimely sound uh, made the event that much funnier, and one of us said that she better calm down before she sharded herself. Mm-hmm. And thus, the snort was born because she snorted, and a therefore, snort. A snort, a yeah, s- a snort and a shart at the same time would be a snort, a snort that spontaneously causes a shart. This caused an eruption of laughter, as we could all hear the available sound effect at your disposal. Hope you guys are uh, have a great week. Uh, your daily listener, Mark Deer Senior. Hey, do we have the Wendy Williams over there? Because that what would that? That's a, uh... that's a fart. Into a belch. Right? It's, a, yes. it's a burp. Yeah, it's a snurp. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't it? A shurp. No, yeah. that's a. Is that a? Is that a bart? That's yeah. a bart. Or, or a furp? Back it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those. Parts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are great. Wait, I got, I got my favorites from. Uh, yeah, from uh, <laughs> Step Brothers. Here was the whole thing. Oh yeah. Hang on. And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the yeah. house yet, but you know. Just a matter of time. She's not lonely. Yeah. 
Oh. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Can someone get a squeegee? I need a squeegee over here. I'm still just a matter of time. She's not lonely. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> My knickers are full of mighty fine. Can someone get a spoon? <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> by the way, the shard outs uh, sponsored by U.S. Digestive Health. Colonoscopy beats cancer. Schedule your screening with Pennsylvania's most experienced GI network at usdigestivehealth.com. And then we should punctuate it, Casey. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you go to the other one. The, yeah. yeah. Uh. So brought to you by, uh, by usdigestivehealth.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Wendy Williams. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot well, that happens there. That's... I give so much credit, as was observed by Preston, that um, she could have yeah. gone back. They could have fixed that in post. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but they let it fly. They let, left yeah. it in there. Yeah. So I, I, just a, a smidgen of respect <laughs> added in the direction of Wendy Williams for that. <laughs> All right. I have some bizarre file stories. Let's get to them. Now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Files. (laughs) All right, brought to you this morning by Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon, now available for most online delivery programs. Tap where to buy at godshalls.com and choose buy online. A uh, this is all right, this is a very short story. There's very little to this, but there's one thing about this I did like. A large amount of contraband has been confiscated from a dorm at the Board River Correctional Institution. South Carolina Department of Corrections said 34 shanks, 10 cell phones, three SIM cards, and a bong made from a chicken bone were found. (laughs) What? They also found eight lighters, two Pop-Tart boxes filled with prescription medication, and three bags of homemade wine that were all confiscated. Mr. Simmons, purchasing that bong I heard about earlier in the news. <laughs> Mr. Simmons. Uh, Shanks, you said? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a prison. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is yeah, a correctional yeah. facility. This is from uh, the Broad River Correctional Institution. All right. So they found 34 shanks. That a really good. Uh, yeah, they display them over at Eastern State Penitentiary, some of the shanks. I guess that's actually a shiv. A shank yeah. is when you, it's a verb. It's when you stab someone. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. okay. You've oh. been shanked by a shiv. A shiver. Oh, mm-hmm. I never knew that. Well, now you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, locals in Falkirk, Scotland, were freaked out after saying they spotted a person dressed up as a medieval doctor walking around in full plague gear. Oh, which looks like a like a beak. A giant bird. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty freaky. So those in surrounding towns say that they have also seen more than one person in the freaky costume. Some on social media say that the plague doctors have been seen standing in the streets and roaming the towns. Uh, some reports that none of the sightings have been reported to the police in Scotland as of yet. Yeah, we had one of those. We used it for uh, one of our "Bird is the Word" <laughs> promo videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it was weird. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's freaky. Uh, yeah, that those... used to be a doctor's outfit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. During the plague, yeah. Uh, New, New York, <laughs> New York State Police arrested a man three times. On the same day, mm. they took place on March the 7th in Orange County City of Newburgh. Uh, the first arrest occurred at 7, uh, 55 a.m. Troopers say that uh, this gentleman, what is his name here? It just says Radek. Okay. Radek. He's yeah. a robot. Uh, was driving a Jeep when he was stopped for a vehicle and traffic law violation. Second arrest occurred at 2.30 p.m. Troopers say that Radek was driving a Honda Civic when the trooper pulled him again. I am Radek. 
<laughs> the trooper immediately recognized Radek from the earlier stop. You are the trooper arrested me earlier. <laughs> Radek remembers. This time, the trooper <laughs> Are you arresting me again? Radek wants to know. <laughs> Down, <laughs> the trooper immediately recognized Redek from the earlier stop. This time, the trooper said Redek had 1.3 grams of heroin and crack cocaine in the car. Uh, he was. He was charged with a misdemeanor drug charge. He was issued a ticket in order to appear in court on April 19th. And the final arrest occurred at 5.45 p.m. Redek was back in the Jeep this time when he was stopped for multiple vehicle and traffic law violations. Redek enjoys having the top down. <laughs> the trooper. Wind my that is the way of Redek. The trooper determined that Redek was impaired by drugs. Uh, he was given two felony charges and released on appearance. Ticket to appear in court on April 20th. Three times in one day. Uh, Charles Pohl thought that he would make some extra cash when he decided to build a small suite for himself in his backyard and sell his house on the property. Instead, the 81-year-old is paying for the, is um, paying for the trouble of discovering the ruins of a long-lost 13th century palace under his lawn in Somerset, what? England. There's a 13th century palace under his lawn? Uh-huh. Well, move in up. there. Uh, historians had been trying to locate the whereabouts of the building from the Middle Ages. For... I just wanted to live in a shack. <laughs> uh, they've, been, they've been looking for this place for 200 years. Wow. But we're apparently digging around the wrong backyards. They're digging in the wrong place. Uh, what's that from? Where's the lost Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so historians have been looking for it for that long. Uh, builders put a halt to their groundbreaking when they found the remains, which consisted of, uh, preserved wall foundations, flooring, and some 12th century pots. I used my whip to swing down in there. <laughs> uh, the palace was home to bishops for 800 years. This- and- Including a bishops of Bath and Wells before it went missing. Thank you for letting us out. It went missing in the 18th century. Somebody misplaced the palace. We're looking at the excavation site. It's pretty amazing. Wow, yeah. And uh, here he is with his own personal redeck. Uh, the ruins are clearly of a medieval date and represent two phases of development on the site, a spokesperson said. An archaeologist told the BBC that over the centuries... Locals would have taken stones from the palace to use in their own construction. Uh, the site will be protected where builders, archaeologists, and historians make records until eventually covering it over. So I, I can't def- build my shack? So development can commence. So I don't know if this guy will get anything out of this or not for uh, well, being on his property, but he should. It's a historical. It's pro- It probably falls under the uh, the domain of... The government, right? Well, maybe. I'm not really it's sure. It's a historical site. You should get a finder's fee or something, yeah. man. All right. Uh, then we'll do or at one, least some turkey bacon. One more. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Uh, one more story. 
A man claims a bitter feud over a final paycheck ended with 500 pounds of pennies delivered to his driveway. Uh, Andreas Flatten said that when he submitted his two-week notice in writing in November, hell hath no fury like his frustrated boss. He said he froze and he stared at me for like a minute straight. I remember this so clearly. He gets up, puts his hands on his head, walks out the door, and disappeared for about an hour. He didn't say anything. This is him telling him he was resigning. (laughs) Flattenham worked at Walker Luxury Auto Works uh, for a year. He had known the owner for eight years, but Flatten said that the constant turnover and toxic work environment took a toll. Mm. Flatten claims on his last day he delivered his uniforms, washed, and in a box, complete with another letter explaining why he was leaving. He said his boss promised his final check would be paid in January. Well, it never arrived. He said his boss accused him of damages. He said, honestly, at this point, never expected him to pay. Flatten called Georgia's Department of Labor. Five months later, he was paid, presumably the full $915 in pennies. He said that comes out to be about 504 pounds of pennies. And weren't they all slimed up, too? He said, I have nowhere to put them. I have no idea what I was going to do. And how do I get money from pennies, he said. Well, they are money, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean. And also, yeah, they were covered in some type of oil and can't be cashed until they're clean. Oh, man. So this guy really is, is screwing. This dude, as he left the job, he quit. He gave a two-weeks notice. Yeah. And then if you're leaving because you describe it as a toxic work environment, I think this really helps his case. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Flatten stored the pennies in his garage inside a large wheelbarrow until he figures out what he what he can do with them. He's got to clean them, and then obviously you got to sort and do all that stuff. So well, maybe he'll find something online where the only payment they accept is oil-covered pennies. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right, and that is what I have in the B-File for you at this point in time. All right, let's give away. I'm going to give away the last of the turkey bacon. Uh, callers number 10 and 11, 215-263-WMMR. Six-pack of good of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshall's Turkey Bacon. And you can order Godshall's uh, from online apps like Instacart and Amazon. Uh, check it out on Godshall's.com for more details. Smoky, delicious, and convenient Godshall's Turkey Bacon, 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment and more to give away with a lesson question. Stay there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is Friday, officially weekend in our book, and hopefully yours too. Um, we'll be there soon, and we're going to give away 500 bucks at the end of the show with our Letter of the Day, Word of the Week prize. It is coming up, but we are going to do something else right now and give away uh, a home run package for All That Rage, the new Rage Room at Sounds the cool. Bates Motel Escape Room Facility in Westchester. And the question that you need to give us the answer to is what is, let me see here. How about this? Um, what is Steve's modern update version of Swayze's She's Like the Wind? <laughs> 215263 oh, oh WMMR. It involves food. What is uh, the modern updated version of Swayze's She's Like the Wind? All right, I will tell you. It doesn't it's not, not as good. 215263 WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 933 WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real Sorry. fast. Sorry. Bless you. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made from. It's made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world and freshly ground just seconds before serving. What's going on, Steve? Well, Matt, James tweeting, tweeting about searching for a therapist after his tumultuous season end of The Bachelor. James says it has nothing to do with Rachel Corconnell and is actually to treat anxiety he feels whenever he sees something spilled on TV. It's <laughs> a crazy thing that he's got going on there. <laughs> Prince William wants to talk with his younger brother, Harry, but does not trust any conversation would remain private. William has been suspicious since their last conversation when Harry kept asking him to speak directly into a muffin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, Rachel Lee Cook's divorce from Daniel Gillis has been finalized with her getting one of the couple's cars and some frequent flyer miles. A separate trial would determine which of them will get custody of their D.D. Perks points. <laughs> that's all we try. All right, let's see if you're paying attention and have a good recall because we want to know the answer to this question. What's the modern updated version of Swayze's She's Like the Wind? And I will go to Tony. Yo, Tony. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, Tony. All right, yep. what is the updated version of She's Like the Wind? She's like the toast. She's like the toast. <laughs> Correct, Tony. Hang on. We are going to give you, sir, a home run package for all that rage. The new rage room located at the Bates Motel Escape Room Facility in Westchester. Your package includes a 15-minute session with over 20 breakable items, safety equipment that is included, and COVID-19 protocols are in place. You can visit allthatrage.com to book your visit and for complete details. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Horizon Services. 21-point AC tune-up for just $59 at horizonservices.com. Let's see. Let's begin with this one. Rise Against has announced a new album called Nowhere Generation. Uh, the band also dropped a Nowhere Generation music video yesterday. Frontman Tim McElrath. Wayne? No. Oh. Uh, McElrath? Yeah. Sure. Or is it? No, it's McIlrath. McIlrath. Uh, hey, get your father. I have something to tell you. There's a popular band that's playing the songs now on your station, and one of the guys is your brother. Call me when you get a chance. Tim McElrath. <laughs> Uh, said in a statement... Interesting about the spells. Uh, today, it, there is the promise of the American dream, and then there is the reality of the American dream. America's historical norm that the next generation will be better off than the one that came before has been diminished by an era of mass social, economic, and political instability and a sellout of the middle class. He said the brass ring that was promised by hard work and dedication no longer exists for everyone... When the privileged climb the ladder of success and then burn it from the top, disruption becomes the only answer. So it's a feel-good record. What the hell yeah. are you talking about? Uh, the album, which is their first effort in four years, is due out on June. I, I kind of agree with them, but that's not the way you approach a party album. Mm. Former Guns N' Roses guitarist Gilby Clark will release his latest studio set, The Gospel Truth, on April 16th. Uh, featured on the set are Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six as well as the legendary drummer Kenny Aronoff oh. and Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. 
Uh, the Gospel Truth has already spawned a trio of singles. Rock and Roll is Getting Louder, Tightwad, and uh, the title track, which is a song about the concept of the truth today. Uh, the album's press release states Gilby's new album, The Gospel Truth, is full of fist-pumping rock and roll songs with fat choruses, bluesy licks, and trademark solos. That's nuts. He said it's classic rock, a new version of what Gilby likes to do, and that's loud guitars. Well, Deftones guitarist Stephen Carpenter recently discussed his flat-earther beliefs on an episode of The Josta Show. Huh. According to Carpenter, uh, he said, uh, our understanding that the Earth is a globe is, quote, based on our beliefs and our education and not your instincts and your feelings. He said he prefers to believe in the things I can personally attest to myself and even insinuated that the airline industry may be working to perpetuate the notion that we live on a globe. Wait a second. You think they're complicit with this? That's what he's saying. He said... How are they pulling that off? I can go to the coast and I can visually let my eyes see that the horizon is perfectly flat. I know what this looks like when I'm flying in a plane. I look out to the left and front side of the plane and can see forever in either direction... I would be able to do the same forwards and backwards if the plane had front windows. You could look out, and rear windows you could look out. But they don't provide you with that. You only get the perspective from the left or the right. This dude's an idiot. (laughs) In some And there you go. You know what I'd say? As you were saying about that, you know what I think could (laughs) mitigate some of this? If you were to get like a really micro, micro... Microscope, like small camera, uh-huh. and just say, "Take a look at this." I'm going to get up like a beach ball, yeah. And I'm going to put that microscope down on the, on a part of the ball, yeah, and pan it around. Right. It would look flat. It would look flat. Exactly. Well, do you think that would help? No, so you're in on it too, huh, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm All just right. thinking because that would be sort of a nice. Like, you know, and it'd be a nice day. You'd have to be at the beach with the beach ball and everything. <laughs> right, right, right. And then, and then if they got upset, you could buy them a, a, a fudgy wedgie bar. Yeah, yeah. That's a good That's a good idea. It's a good environment well, to break that. Just want to approach too. them in a better yeah. way. And yeah. then they, we get, you know, we have hot dogs and it's a great day. And then, then they've been tired from swimming. So you go home and you <laughs> put it in bed. Get a good nap in. Yeah. Out today also is now and then Paul Stanley's long-awaited R&B set from his uh, side band, Soul Station. I'm curious to hear this stuff. Uh, the group has played sold-out club dates in the U.S. and Japan with the debut album featuring 14 tracks, five originals, and nine classic covers. Uh, among the covers included are the debut single of the Five Star Steps' Ooh Child, The Temptations' Just My Imagination, The Delphonics' La La Means I Love You, and a pair of Smokey Robinson and the Miracle's Evergreens' Tracks of My Tears and Ooh Baby Baby. Hmm. Uh, Last week, Stanley dropped the new video for the album's original track, I.O.I. So, yeah, I kind of want to hear this, too. I want to hear if he can pull it off. I think it's funny, or not funny, but just wild, that this is the kind of music that built his love of music. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And he's really loving it. You yeah. can tell. He's he's all about this. Whole he's thing. got a big band behind him with a yeah. horn section and everything. That's yep. awesome. Yep. It's a lot of fun. A <laughs> uh, <laughs> couple more uh, things. Ringo Starr uh, releases his new EP, Zoom In, with Zoom In, uh, and he's releasing it today. Uh, the collection features cameos by such A-list friends as Paul McCartney, Dave Grohl, Joe Walsh, Cheryl Crow, Lenny Kravitz, and The Doors' Robbie Krieger. Uh, the track listing to Zoom In is Zoom In, Zoom Out, Here's to the Nights, 
Waiting for the Tide to Turn, Not Enough Love in the World, and Teach Me to Tango. Theme from Zoom? Uh, no, but that's obvious, right? I mean, come on. It should be in there. Yeah. Uh, you, All right. Go ahead. And then one last story. Uh, out today also is Sting's, and we'll play the clips you have, Steve. It yes. doesn't have to do with this, but I don't want to forget that. Uh, Sting's new duets collection. I love these duets ideas. Um, yeah. uh, uh, uh Damn it. Herbie Hancock did one years ago, and Sting was on that. He signed the Declaration of Independence. It was fantastic. Yeah. That's Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyhow, it features his uh, team-ups with the likes of Mary J. Blige, Herbie Hancock, Eric Clapton, Annie Lennox, Charles a- Aznavour. Oh, the great French singer. Uh, Mylene Farmer, Shaggy, Melody Gardot, Gashi, and more. Uh, the album also includes... Kirby and Flip. The new, never-before-seen release song... Uh, September, which pairs Sting with Italian icon Zucchero. Hmm. Ooh. Uh, yeah, which I'm not That's familiar. what happens when you cook a cucumber for a long time. Turns into a Zucchero. <laughs> Wasn't um, he? He's, uh, he's really good buddies with Shaggy, right? Like, they tour. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, y- you keep listening. Okay. Because uh, there's uh, that actually comes up and what Preston's about to play in Nary Seconds. Yeah. All right. It's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need the clips I from Sting. You, uh, yep. So Sting was uh, giving audio clues and uh, well, video clues last night on uh, Jeopardy. All right, here's him uh, adding lyrics to the thinking music. So this is at the that end. they do on Jeopardy at the end of the episode. You thought of, of the of this installment of Jeopardy. You think it's over, and then they cut to a shot of Sting. He starts playing. All right. Of all the things in my CV, everything in life from A to Z, but how I wish my ma could see. Here I am on Jeopardy. Here I am on Jeopardy. I love it. That's great. I love it. And uh, then he provided uh, video clues to right. things pertaining to the police and his own career. Here we go. In 2019, the music rights organization BMI honored this song I wrote for the most radio plays in its 14 million song catalog. Matt. What is every breath you take? That's good. My nice. Friends. Oh, and then he keeps going. And colleague Shaggy and I shared the 2019 Best Reggae Album Grammy for 44876. The title came from our home country's dialing codes. 44 for mine, England, and 876 for this homeland of his. Jamaica? Morgan. What is Jamaica? That's correct. Bing! Nice. All right, and then uh, one more. Uh, this is the $1,000 clue? Yes. All right, here we go. Sing for a 1000 Swiss psychologist Carl Jung coined this word to describe apparently unconnected events <laughs> that coincide in time. In 1983, it gave the police the title for our final studio album. Matt. What is synchronicity? Yes. Thank you to Sting. That was so cool. Nice. Gotta say... I didn't know how Katie Couric was going to do. She's doing a damn good job. Nice. By the way, Synchronicity, the song you usually hear for off that album is Synchronicity 2. I always liked Synchronicity 1. I thought that was a really cool song. Um, so there you go. That is your music news. And we have one more break to take before we wrap it up and give away our $500 cash prize. But I want to give away one last thing. I have a case of beer. Waiting for you. It's our final one for Victory Brewing. Their new 6% Hazy IPA Brotherly Love. 
We'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. It is a beer of purchase purpose. <laughs> but you can purchase it in 12 packs at Parkway Corner on 22nd and Spring Garden in Philly. To learn more about this beer and its mission, you can visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers. And we'll be right back. It's the first weekend of spring. And since we've already sprung forward, except for the stupid microwave clock, it's time for some spring cleaning. All weekend, MMR will be dusting off a bunch of great songs from the MM archives that haven't seen the light of day in a while. So listen as we go all Marie Kondo, digging way back into the far reaches of the MM archives. But rest assured, it all brings us joy, so we won't be throwing anything away. The Spring Cleaning Weekend from the Rock and Roll Pack Rats at 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, the Equinox. We get ready to bring things to a screeching halt as far as our program goes. We're going to open up the door for Pierre Robert in just a moment and send you on your way with him. But not before we take care of a few things. Um, Just one guest to thank today, and it was the birthday girl, Cecily Tynan. Revealing to us that she has known us for half her life. She's had a, a radio relationship with us for half her life. So. Oh, my God. I know. I know. So happy birthday to Cecily. It was uh, cool having her on. Uh, and I'll mention again, uh, JVR got in touch. He, he apologized. He couldn't uh, come on this morning. They were just wiped out from the game last night. Uh, but he's got this event coming up tomorrow. Cheers for CHOP, a uh, virtual experience. And we have that uh, link on com. if you want to bid on auction items, if you want to help out and check him with that whole thing. You can certainly do that. So fire that up right now. And uh, get on board and, and help them out, which is cool. Uh, Pierre's in the studio, so we can do the letter of the day. You ready, man? I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. H as in happy. And that's the last one. H, we will take caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. And we can set you up with a solid prize. It's money this time around, so... We got that coming up. Uh, let's see what you got on the way today while we're waiting for those calls to come in. Uh, well, we'll have workforce blocks of uh, Tool and ZZ Top and Kiss. I'd love to get my hands on uh, one of those new Paul Stanley songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to throw into the block of Kiss, but I don't know if it's... Is it out yet? I, you know what? It's, it's, it's released today, but I don't know... Maybe there's a they, teaser. They do think, or... Yeah, they do things so weirdly now with uh, getting songs out there. I'm not right. sure. It probably exists. And knowing Pancake, he could probably track one down for you. Maybe we'll find one. Maybe, Maybe we, we won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, so. Uh, you never called, know. What is it called? Now it's and Then? Called, yeah, it's uh, out, man. an album out from Paul Stanley <laughs> oh, yeah. with yeah. lots of musicians playing songs that I like. Yep. Yeah, it's out. And uh, you can get it, like, right now. It's on iTunes. Okay. This is Child. Oh. Can we hear just a little, little taste of this real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, let's All hear right. it. I'm curious how his voice translates in voice this style of music. Here we go. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Not bad. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Okay, it's enough. 
<laughs> not bad. Not no, bad. No, I mean, it's not bad. I just, uh, there's some, I, I think I'd like to hear some other songs that he did. No, uh, like, like Tracks of My Tears or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, well, like this. Now, this could be okay. Come on, Paul. Here it comes. People say I'm the life of the party cause I tell a joke or two. Oh, I'm a Deep inside I'm blue. So take a good look at my I don't have a problem with this. I like that. Cool. Nothing wrong with Motown, man. No, put you in a good mood. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to the phone, see if we can get ourselves a winner for our word of the week prize. And we are gonna go to uh caller number eight is we have. Okay, that's uh Mike. Hi, Mike, you are on the air. Good morning. Good morning, it. Uh good morning it yeah. to you. All right, Mike, what is our word of the week? It it's goo goo. Uh, groove, uh, H. It, I don't know. It's not spell it right. Spell it, please. It's G R O U H. I'm sorry, that's not correct. Oh, oh, no, it's not even. It's not even. It's close. like a, the. the, the, the sorry, I'm going you because I don't. I, I listened to that. that <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm so sorry, Mike. What is the word? <laughs> oh. Is that the same guy? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, oh dear, <laughs> she got the word. Wrong. I think someone else is keeping track of the word. I'm gonna um, let that's Mike probably Aunt, Aunt Groove. I'm gonna let Mike go. Sorry, yeah. Mike. We'll but go just to a, let's make sure we have the number traced. We'll just, go. There's another just in case there online. has to be a SWAT team response. Yeah, there's uh, breathe deep, Mike. There's an officer around the corner. Uh, wow. We'll, we'll go to the next call. It's Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Hi, how you doing? You sound like a level-headed person, Joanne. What is our word of the week? The word of the week is dough. Great dough in the morning! Dough. D-O-U-G-H. Also known as Groof. Uh, and uh, Joanne, yes. you won yourself $500. Oh, my God. Beautiful. You just made my weekend. Excellent. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Uh, part of T-Mobile's 5G Fridays, where T-Mobile is giving away 5G's <laughs> the name of speed with the Preston and Steve show. For another shot at 500 bucks. <clears throat> you can click contest at and enter to win one of five $500 online prizes. T-Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities and towns across America. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile, mm. are you with us? Neighbors report that as he was brought out of the house on the gurney, he kept yelling, Groff, Groff. Oh, yeah. gosh. I, I mean, so listen. Bad. I, feel I feel bad, bad too. It's $500. It's a lot of money. Absolutely. But he also added another letter to the week as well. Well, there was no R in it. There it, was no I mean, R. He was going, Groff, G-R-O-U. Yeah. I think someone else in the house probably got it and, and misunderstood. So. Um, mm. there, there was no G and there was no R. I'm so, so sorry. I, yeah. I, I mean, it almost never happens, yeah. but occasionally it does. It does. One quick right. thing. Um, I wanted to remind Bon Jovi fans that uh, 
the band is doing a uh, complete performance of the uh, latest album uh, here in 2021. They're going to play all of Bon Jovi 2020, and uh, we'll have more information on that as the uh, day goes along. But that's going to be tomorrow online. Cool. Excellent. Dropkick Murphys did a wicked uh, online performance uh, that they do every year on St. Paddy's Day, and they did it online up from Boston at some soundstage somewhere. It's great. Excellent. Yesterday or the day before. Thursday. Whenever Thanksgiving. Wednesday? Wednesday. Last Wednesday. day before. Wednesday? Um, St. Paddy's Wednesday. Day, yes. <laughs> that March. day. That's all I had. Okay, gotcha. All right, let's uh, thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon, now available for, our, uh, for most online delivery programs. Tap where to buy at godshalls.com, and you can choose buy online. And also brought to you by your local Confidence Plus service center. Car in need of service? Well, find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. Next week on the program, uh, we have a gentleman named Bradley Coustant. He is the one who plays the young rock on the sitcom. I watch it. He's good. He's damn good. Uh, And also we're going to have Kira Sedgwick on. Oh! Wife of Philadelphia native Kevin Bacon, outstanding actress. So we will spend some time with her and we'll see what else we can get into. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a wonderful day and weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is Molly from Havertown Carpet Company. We are a family-owned and operated flooring store located in Havertown, but we service the Delaware Valley. Havertown Carpet sells and installs carpet, luxury vinyl tile, custom area rugs, and stair runners. If you need family-friendly flooring, Havertown Carpet is for you. Check out our work at HavertownCarpet.com and on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Give us a call or visit our showroom and see why Havertown Carpet consistently earns five-star reviews. Next message. Hi, President Steve World. This is Lori from the award-winning Ruthie's Eye Studio. We love making women feel and look their very best. So come check us out on Brookline Boulevard in Havertown and let us help you love yourself even more. Mention the Love You Help You line ad and get $10 off any service. Our complete service menu can be found on Ruthie'sEyes.com. We can't wait to see all you beauties soon. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.